Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Mage the Awakening Chronicle Into the West. This is episode 24, Storms in Sky and Soul. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous, sponsored by Roll20, the Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Thank you very much for joining us on our wacky, magical adventures, the start of our, well, yeah, all of our weekends. Uh, maybe it's the start mm -hmm. of yours, and if it, no. Mm -hmm. uh, I work Saturdays. Oh, that's right. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, if you're like Ash or, you know, tons of people around the world who have to work weekends, mm -hmm. air quotes, hopefully, you know, this is your Wednesday and it's a little pick-me-up. Uh, but, yes, a special shout-out to our patrons who support us monetarily. Thank you very much, friends who uh, who literally give us money. And, I mean, if you don't understand how cool it is when people give you money, um, and what's it like to be you? Uh, thank you to Adele, Al, Alexander, Angfalith, Ald Griffin, a break for Drew. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Bernie, Blood Angel, Buck, <laughs> Chris, Daniel, Doc, uh, Doc the Undead, Dogo Deloon, Emil, Funzusu, Ra, Lee, George, Jack, Jenny, John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, Crazyman1772, Michael, Milo V3, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Mozart D Minor, Noba, other... Excuse me, other Michael, Perry, Puptier, Riafia, Ryan, Shaksara, Sina, uh, Squirrel, Taryn, Thomas, Toast, Usuf Sama, Vortex, Zoltan, and Camo, but with a bunch of really weird letters. It still says Camo, but mm. I don't know where you got those letters. Camo man. and Lead Speak? No, no, it's and... it's like. I'm, Is it like Drago? He comes? I, man, <laughs> maybe. Or, yeah, because, like, I can. I, I thought I could recognize. What, what's, what's the German. Cyrillic, and it doesn't quite look like Cyrillic. I don't know what he's messing with over there, but that's Camo. <laughs> Cyr Cyrillic is Russian. Hmm? Cyrillic is right, Russian. Right, right. Um, but that's because, you know, some of the letters are, they look almost Latin. Your backwards ends that don't make it in sound. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Done picking on Camo for today. That's a lie. Um... <laughs> Uh, we, I will pick on all and the our patrons. our next question comes from Camo. Yeah, it's, 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 it's what happens when you sign up to be a Patreon patron. I, I, I will lovingly and caringly tease and joke with you. And if I cross the line, please let me know. I'll be very, very sorry. Um, right. Well, when we last left time, we kind of left in a lurch. Um, sure did. Gisela had uh, just brought uh, uh, six... Uh, fellas, no, five fellas from the uh, bandit camp. They didn't stay around long to investigate, and the only indication that uh, that they gave to Gisela and Rilla was that they'd been kidnapped um, and not well treated. Meanwhile, uh, you know, Sheriff Isabel had come out to greet them and got them into the tavern and was trying to get everything settled down. Meanwhile, uh, Legba and Babasera were off in the Temenos on a astral journey that we've been kind of picking up in vignettes as they just travel and, and move. And it's more about the journey before the destination. And yes, we're going to keep making that joke because it's good. Um, and, uh, they had just left Metropolis and were on their way to, I believe, Cloak Legba had said that he wanted to be challenged um, and basically took routes to lead 
in rough directions. Um, and so we pick up with uh, Legba and Babasera, uh, regardless of their appearance, um, and because they do not look human currently. Uh, well, uh, Legba looks human, but a little bit more, you say, exaggerated? Characterized? Yeah, more definitely. Yeah. Uh, and his presence is five in the Demonos, so. Right. And then... Or uh, his power. Power is five. Right. And Babasira looks very much like a wraith. You can uh, still see the lower half of her face, but yeah. Sure. Um, and uh, we, we pick up with the two of them having stepped foot off of whatever various conveyance, probably a boat, um, and finding themselves being pushed and shoved around beneath uh, a very hot, very high desert sun uh, with miles of sand in front of them, uh, mm. salt sea behind them, and rising edifications um, temples, monuments, grand pillars, and mm. the very classic pyramids of Giza uh, in production. Uh, oh, shit. And immediately are being grabbed hold of by enormous, like, th these are not people in any way. Um, actually, they probably have a resemblance to the soldiers that you saw in Metropolis, that had been marching and were faceless. These have a similar faceless, not really people um, kind of look. Um, and where the others were like, we are nameless soldiers off to go do our duty. These ones have a far more menacing, cruel, uh, tyrannical uh, mm. kind of appearance, just muscle bound, weapons in one hand, you know, and grabbing arms with another. And Legba in the Temenos is, what, pushing seven feet? I think you said it was definitely, like, taller than normal. Yeah, um, absolutely. But these guys dwarf even you. And there's a, a, a definite sense of dissonance here where it's like, no, I should be taller than the average person, but these guys are bigger. Compared, looking back at Babasira, the guy grabbing hold of her arm is similarly bigger than her, but not as big as the guy grabbing you. It is definitely a very personalized, you know, uh, terror, um, especially on a personal level for both of you um, and are yep. pushing you into what what appears to be kind of a, a forced march situation of other um, unfortunates. Um, and farther up along this line, you can see more guards, spears, swords, um, a very brutal uh, processing of slaves. Um, of specific note to our mages, um, and depending on how much you two were paying attention in your lessons, uh, go ahead and roll int plus a cult if you would. Sweet. Um, you can also see some various... Uh, symbols that resonate here um, mm. that like it's not high speech but they seem familiar like I can mm. can't quite put my finger on it or maybe you can't we'll see what you guys roll would my voodoo specialty apply here 
or be relevant? Um, I do not think it would be relevant specifically for what I am asking for this thing. Whether or not you Sounds recognize good. certain symbols of uh, the exarchs. So oh, Greg showed up to play today. Yeah. Five successes. Mm-hmm. All right. I rolled with Roach, um, and I only got two. Two. Uh, but both of you are definitely able to recognize the the symbols of uh, the Chancellor. I almost said Mammon. So the cult, it's mm. the Ministry of Mammon, but the Chancellor is the, the Exarch. Um, and yeah, is kind of lording over this place mm, um, yeah. and Chris is making a face. <laughs> um, but no, because here we have the the slaves at the other end, but they're amongst the edifications. You see the 1% sitting there looking down, actively watching the enslavement of others in their lavish, lavish palaces, palm fronds, the whole shebang, right? Um, and Theo, because you got your five successes and exceptional success, um, you get a condition. Uh, this being the astral, it doesn't necessarily have to be a purely mental social thing if you have a kind of more physical thing that you want to latch on to um, to kind of represent the fact that, you know, Temenos is basically... 90% mind anyways. Hmm. Um, I think I'll take a bonus to investigation. Sure. That's fine. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Um, uh, in, in fact, we'll go so far, we'll, we'll say that you were informed uh, about the, the area around here. So rather than a bonus to um, uh, investigation, you have a uh, bump up in results. Right? I think the right condition. Yeah, so, anything about gathering information of this area. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Um, I don't... Is Mageside automatically up in the Temenos? Nope. No, okay. Uh, though technically, um... Unless you guys have turned it off, you currently have it on. Uh, I guess yeah. I technically should penalize your role, but eh. um, this one I don't know that it would matter because you guys are currently mind linked. We're with also telepathy. perceiving a magic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's true. It might be appropriate not to give us right. That's why I was like, it, yeah. at your discretion, of course, yeah. right? Uh, but yeah, because you, you are also watching each other's souls, uh, or at least yeah, because you both have the death sight on. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so is there anyone here that has a soul? Uh, amongst, these... yeah, you definitely feel like, and at this point you've been around mm-hmm. enough to recognize a bunch of these people, um, that are being pushed forward in, in, in slavery are actors. I can't remember the exact term, but yeah. they're, they're just the, the filler, uh, there need to be people here, but they're not real. Uh, none of these people down at your level appear to be even real. Um, uh, farther up in the uh, in the gallery, watching you, mm-hmm. um, maybe, but at this distance, it's it's hard to tell. Okay. Um, so I'll just uh, quietly mumble to Legba, just set pieces down here, but I don't know about higher up. 
You may not be alone. Hmm. Yes. I think we should go with it. And uh, you feel a flash. You know, he's focusing on sensory um, impressions through telepathy. Mm-hmm. And you feel a flash of uh, resigned commitment. Okay. Uh, yes, edifice is not edifications. Thank you. Uh, but uh, yes, so you guys kind of step into the roles that you are being given by effectively being falling falling into the trap, right? Um, and are pushed forward towards processing. Um, and as the Temenos works, you know, a lot of this is you know speed of thought, and there's no long wait here other than. A vague memory of it just taking forever beneath the sun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be a long temper wait, but it would feel like a long wait if I'm right. reading it correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and are basically pushed forward in front of you know, well-fed, well, uh, well-clothed, uh, you know, the tapered beard, um, all the very classic Egyptian um, noble aristocracy kind of uh vibes that you have you know read about or heard about in stories and uh they look at the the two of you you know each brought before a different processor not not the same time but and you know skills you trained in you understand me yes (laughs) um i i can weave Mm. Uh, and yeah, you are grabbed and pulled in a a different direction. You've got these diverting paths and stuff like that. Um, and then uh, did did you reply, Ralph? Sorry, I didn't I didn't get you. Yeah, I did. It's okay. I can say something else. I, I said we are scribes. Um, oh. But after oh. Theo says um, weaving, Legba just says, you know, it's fine. Um, he doesn't need to have an elevated status in this context. Um, and he says to him, I lift. Do you love? Yes, and yeah, the immediate like up and down look of yep, manual labor, fine that way, um, and you're shoved forward with, you know, uh, other, you know, generally speaking, men of just you know larger statures and stuff like that, or you know, broader shoulders, what have you, and. You know, time kind of flows forward, uh, and again, this is a uh, this is a vignette. We're, we're not going to drag out time here because <laughs> I know I know cloak plans to come back here later. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, if nothing else, just to like yeah, let's set some things on fire and leave. Uh, no, actually, I think there's was a way to Craig get that- tyrannical <laughs> individuals yeah. to be influenced by changes here. Then yeah, he'd feel pretty satisfied about that. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, so you guys are kind of pushed forward and time flows and yeah, for 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 Legba, uh, yeah, you're, you know, joined up with a bunch of other slaves and you're dragging big blocks across wood slats, well, not even slats, sleds uh, across the sand, just these enormous blocks that as opposed to reality or, you know, stamped with pyramids 
on the stones themselves as you drag them mm. up to build a pyramid. Um, yeah, this everything and, and going back to your guys's roles, everything that you have read um, and been taught by the, the Diamond Order, it's like, oh, yeah, this is a place that even if the Exarchs aren't actively doing shit here, this is easily one of their like strongholds within the Temenos. Mm. Um, and while the two of you are laboring away, um, and like I said, we, we have this kind of time skip kind of flow working, you know, uh, Legba is just lashed, pulling, pushed to the brink of exhaustion, water thrown in his face. It's not in any way pleasant. And mm -hmm. but the entire time you're watching these other people, you know, lording over you in one way or another and a couple times you definitely catch sight of people if not necessarily mages mm. that are kind of being wooed um oh uh same thing for uh for Baba Sarah. Man, there's too many names in this game. Uh, I need to start killing people <laughs> off. Um, but yes, uh, for Baba Sarah, you know, watching it and looking and, you know, weaving, you know, weaving and, you know, these these ladies of, you know, uh, quality and, and a status and stuff like that. Quality is the wrong term. Status. Um, coming in and, you know, demanding garments and, you know, these, all, you know, just opulent dresses and this that and the other that you're now forced to weave away you know these beautiful silks while sitting there like in whatever well probably your wraithy <laughs> wraithy mm -hmm. cloak um would it be or would it have conformed to the environment that we've allowed ourselves to be swept into actually that's kind of a fair question um in my mind i think you would probably like it's the um the, the, the cartoon, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm still wearing my, you know, cool G.I. Joe uniform. But because we're in the it's this is a snow episode, it's a bunch of white and black instead of, you know, red, white and blue, mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. It, it, like in my head, I'm kind of thinking if she allows herself to be swept into the narrative that's happening in front of her, then her she would undergo a transformation to match it. Sure. That's cool. Mm -hmm. No, there's not actual snow right now. I'm just talking about the <laughs> sort of Twitch chat. It's an example. Thank you. Um, uh, I think Legba's invested so much in his, you know, at first it, it seemed involuntary, but of course he realized later on that he was giving himself to something he'd wanted, right? Um, but so with Shadow Self and the maxed out Shadow name, I think there, there are lingering traces and it's something he can't hide. Mm -hmm. So even though aspects of the native realm will influence how he appears, there's still the the, the traits and the qualities. For some reason, that... I imagine the top hat and the cane just never go away. Even if like yeah. pull, pulling oh, the rope with two words. hands and yeah. whenever he stops, he just, yeah. is, you know, the cane is in his hand. Oh, yes. That's we, right. Exactly. Yeah, I forgot we we're in the Timonos. <laughs> Excuse us while Ralph gets dressed. Excuse uh, me, everyone. I was naked before. I apologize. <laughs> YouTube uh, the podcast guys, you didn't miss anything. Relax. Um, but if you'd like to see, <laughs> Wait, come see on. the video. <laughs> yeah, if you'd like to see, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, come on. <laughs> no Twitch chat. No. <laughs> yeah, down, down. 
Where's the spray oh, bottle? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It has been there. That's there so we good. go. Um, but yes. Um, uh, notably, this is the, the kind of like vibe and, and scenario that you guys are kind of walking through and and as Legba has pointed out, you know, this is this is a journey for you guys. You're not necessarily here to do anything, but more to experience and see. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, the, the big question ends up being, what do you guys do to possibly, quite literally, break free or to move on and get out of uh, tyranny and basically head back to Purgatory Bluff? Mm-hmm. And it may end up being something, especially now that you've been separated, that you guys have to do on your own. Well, I guess you're linked with telepathy, so there is some ability yeah. to communicate. And I anticipated that we would be in separate paths at some point so that we could share our experiences with each other and learn more together. Because the point of this is not for us to learn independently. The point of this is for us to share our insights and in the are, process. We are linked anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, because exactly. Because of telepathy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of thinking um, in, in Theo's head plagues were sort of a common thing at that time. Poor hygiene, terrible living conditions. Um, so that might cause a, a, um, a lack of overseers or guards or something that would allow her to slip away at some point in time. Sure. Is this yeah. something that uh, you you make happen, Miss, you know, three dots of yeah, death? It's something leading into the, the whole <laughs> death thing. Right, so if there's a plague running through the slave camps, overseers won't want to be coming in there and that kind of stuff, so like give her an opportunity to slip away. As simple as um, uh, corpse mask. And just mm-hmm. be like, that died by plague, boss. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know what? Throw the whole batch out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but uh, she's not in any particular rush. This is supposed to be a journey. So she'll, she's kind of waiting for cues from uh, from Legba on so there's this sort of synchronous you know, coordinate their efforts and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You get a flash from Legba, a sensory impression of, at first, frustration, and then peace, and then a single word, or no, no, then then the phrase, three words. Tyranny will endure. So for Legba, he's going to wait until it's the night, and he's going to work the whole day. Mm-hmm. As tired as he is, pushed to the brink. And he's going to slip away at night. Still still young, still fresh, still, yeah, I, yeah, just going to run into the desert and then, okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, and I think Theo will actually just hit, like, hitch a ride on a corpse wagon. <laughs> it's the most morose thing. About. It's like, hey, <laughs> yeah, that's my know. ride. That's there's right. there's no hearse here, so this will have to do. <laughs> cool, yeah, because and because yeah, you've got the the death spell that he can can make you look dead. So mm-hmm. yeah, cool. Um, and so yeah, to not to not drag out the uh, the scene any. Um, uh, you guys make your way from tyranny, and then I imagine because of the different es- escape paths back to Purgatory Bluff on your own paths, uh, where you guys can. Uh, recap or you know uh, 
more likely step out of the Tomenos and and please God have mercy on your storyteller. Uh, and, and <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. And we hear, can uh, hear all the commotion happening outside. Well, actually, I guess you wouldn't hear the commotion happening outside. You're deep under the earth. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, notably, um, when you guys do make your way back to Purgatory Bluff with, um, you know, in my head, several days of travel right in mental experience and mm-hmm. it has been five hours um wow as you guys kind of shake things off and it's like i'm surprisingly thirsty and i definitely need a snack kind of Can thing. I a, a little bit of flavor oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i wanted to take uh as we're journeying back i'm assuming we link up i want to take like on a bit of a tomato's journey through a few um, like prairie graveyards and burial grounds and stuff like that as we're Ooh. making our way back towards Purgatory Bluff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to that store that away good. for something to talk about later. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, which specifically, that way we can get uh, caught back up with Isabel and Gisela. Um, you guys emerge out of the Temenos uh, with a lot of stuff going on. You know, get lunch, like, but, you know, I don't know if you head back to the mines to check in on things, um, but one way or another, um, yeah, there's you guys are getting caught up and probably seeing the like, you know, Purgatory Bluff is a small town. So when there's 10 people all outside out near the tavern, um, yeah, you guys can notice uh, it's like, OK, hang on. What's going on over there? Um, actually, I guess I should step back one thing to Sheriff Isabel um, realizing and quite quickly hearing about hey there were bandits always do you set off any kind of alarm like ring the church bells or anything like that because I, I just realized there's probably be some form of hey everybody pay attention you know it's classically the church bell or is, is Sheriff Isabel still in kind of like, hang on, let me find out what's going on first. Because um, I don't find out until I get down to meet up with Gisela and Rilla, mm-hmm. right? So at that point, I'd probably have someone run in. Okay, yeah. And, like, yeah. go tell Warner, go tell Enright, go tell the church to ring the bells for a little bit. Okay. Get everyone's attention. Gotcha. And then... They need to round up a good old fashioned posse. Yeah. Or if nothing else, everybody who's got a rifle, we might need to start climbing up on some rooftops. Cool. Yeah. I don't know about rounding up a posse to go fight these guys because there's lots of them mm-hmm. and they're well armed. How many were there? Um, a lot. Yeah. Like 40 to 60. Oh, yeah. It's a little few too many for yeah. me. Yeah. No. You <laughs> want our that people was to be too on. Too many for you. <laughs> On you, see, you see them like how many do you count? Oh, not more than ten, I think. Even twenty for me. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll have some ideas once yeah, we're all thing, able to talk about it. While we are coming back to town with these guys, it's like a long trip, right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to be uh, examining them with mage sight because I'm concerned that they're not quite mundane humans. Mm, okay. 
Sure. This, yeah, definitely. Something about this whole scenario is hinky. Right. Um, that is, after all, what the the whole purpose of your your thing was. Uh, yeah. So look. Yeah. Looking over the 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 five friends uh, that you've got, uh, who after as you guys are talking, Samuel, Adam, Theo, Marcos, and Francisco. Yes, there is another Theo. I ain't changing it. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, uh, yes, hinky, not kinky, y'all. Twitch chat today. Um, but uh, yeah, so the the five of them are ordinary humans as far as you can see. Um, now you need a... I'm trying to remember everybody's... Yeah, okay, you don't have death. Yeah, um, so a little bit of death would be necessary to get an idea of uh, their soul marks. Actually, hang on, does Rilla do that? I really need to move Rilla's uh, character sheet into roll 20. Save myself. This dog was standing at the front door barking. She just went upstairs to go bark in the bedroom upstairs. Ghosts. Oh, man. It's gotta be ghosts. Uh, she does have death. So um, a little like quiet whisper of she recognized they're not like us. You know, but I, I, I think considering her limited uh, experience with stuff, the idea of other supernaturals, you know, wouldn't know what to look for or anything like that. I mean, at this point, I'm fully in the mindset of believing that whatever, literally anything could be true. Witches are true. Yeah, all the all the fiction, all the fairy books, all the all the fairy tale things. Why not? I've looked at evil fairy moths eating a timeline. <laughs> like <laughs> I've seen some shit. Listen, sure. Uh, yeah, so that does mean then that uh, for. Legba and Baba Sarah, you guys are hearing, you know, the church bells ring and it's definitely like, nope, that's far more than, you know, counting out the hour. Um, and so, yeah, a like, hmm, what is that? Um, and uh, the the two of you head off, I imagine, back to town. Um, um, Catherine giving you the like concerned look of, you know, what is it? And probably getting the I'll report back kind of thing. Yeah, because we were in uh, we were in the workshop, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're down in the basement. Mm -hmm. yep. mm -hmm. um, cool. Um, Actually, I think Theo would check in with Catherine and say, should I go check? <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's yeah, she's definitely like, yeah, yeah, you go you go find out. Um, I'm out here in the farms. Uh, I know how to handle a shotgun and um, uh you know, Valoja is here with her, so it's a safe place. And there's a bunch of other, you know, grumpy territorial farmers out this way, too. So. Um, but yeah, so uh, for the two of you heading back, there's definitely some other farmers who are curious. And you can see, uh, you know, a couple folks um, who you know, are up on a horse and riding up um, a couple others yell at, you know, uh, Widow Stokes. Um, to, you, know, you know, what's going on up that way? Um, well, we'll find out and let you know. Yep. Um, and so uh, let's uh, set a good pace back. Yes, let's. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, so we pick up with uh, at this point now the sheriff and these uh, these couple folks, Rilla and Gisela, um, who are involved just because they're mundanely involved 
Um, and then, yeah, the... It'd just be, yeah, probably Warner um, eventually coming down. Um, at this point now, like, uh, Arcelia has gotten them, like, some water. Well, probably all five of them, uh, plus uh, Gisela and Rilla. Some water and, like, a little bit of food just to, like, settle. Because they've had, you know, dug into some dried rations, hard tack biscuit type things that are just not great. Here's some actual real food that, you know, was back there cooking. Um, they are famished and starving. Um, and the, the immediate story that, you know, kind of spills out of their lips for Sheriff Isabel is that, you know, they were part of a work camp down towards Mexico, you know, um, and these guys had basically busted in as a raid on a supply camp on a, you know, maybe even a caravan, um, and stuff had been taken, run off. Um, they initially thought they were being attacked by the Mexican army, but, you know, they, they were nothing at all like real army, I think would be the term that they use. All right. So is there like a crowd around us? Um, at this point, I imagine that you have basically told folks to, you know, stay outside. So I think inside you've got probably Madame Robert because there's no way you're kicking her out of the tavern. Or Celia, right. who was there. Um, some of the staff, Gisela, Rilla, these five. Um, and then shortly arriving, because uh, once the bells ring, Warner's coming uh, right. along with Ike. Well, gentlemen, I... I'm sorry that you have not arrived on to our tent little town under more auspicious circumstances. But uh, if there's anything y'all can tell us, uh, uh, you think might be helpful anymore you haven't said it already, um, now might be the time to talk about that before things start to get a little crazy. Because, well, regardless of how this whole afternoon plays out, whether those bandits come over this way. Um, Y'all about to be popular gentlemen. That's true. <laughs> Ain't too much, not too much news in a small town like this. Really, really gives a big smile. She's like, yeah, it doesn't go away for a long time either. Um, <laughs> but uh, Samuel, uh, who more or less has been the, the guy who's been doing a lot of the talking with other folks interjecting here and there, um, says... As far as they could tell, well, as far as we could tell, they're just a bunch of really successful bandits. Um, uh, I mean, once once we were captured, kidnapped, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, they they went on more raids and and hit other places and swung in and. Most of the time, they came back, no wounded, nobody hurt. And they they don't even have to fire a shot. Um, and uh, it's downright spooky. Do you know why they captured you? Were they going to sell you? That was our expectation. Um, you know, one of the guys 
you know, Marcos kind of is like uh, they, you know, uh, no other reason to take us. You know, we're not they're not going to ransom us back to the army. Uh, uh, army pays us, you know, two pence a day plus meals is not worth much to the army. And then, uh, you know, not like any of us have families, not like we were picked out. We were just grabbed. How long were you, how long ago were you captured? And the, the, the little con- kind of conversation back and forth, days blend, you know, for, for them and said, well, um, well, hang on. And they start to work backwards. They're like, so it's been, what, six, seven days since, hang on, I got to get my notes together. Do, do, do. Uh, but a matter of, a matter of like days. Oh no or no, a week uh, or so? definitely pushing into into months. Um, so it's oh, wow. been uh, so it's been six seven days since since they took Aaron away. Right right right. Before Aaron, it was um, who was that guy? Mason, right? Um, and before him, oh, he was the the big guy who wouldn't ever shut up about his knees. Tyler. So there were more of you initially. Oh, uh, yeah, the the five of us were were all taken together. But when we got there, there were there were others. You no, know what you said when they took them. Oh, Which yeah, the I guess it's when they were selling them off or or something like that. Because mm-hmm. um, you know we were all in the big old cage, and uh, then they can come in and grab one of us and take them off, and we didn't see them anymore. Hmm. <laughs> trying to figure out do we know about vampires you can do an intellect plus a cult roll mm-hmm. I'm gonna see that because I don't I don't think Dracula's been published yet well but Dracula was just a story based on legends 1897 Yeah, but I think we've heard of vampires. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the notion. Yeah. So yeah, the I, the, I mean, there's with with a one success, Gisela knows about vampires, um, uh, especially because you talk about like Transylvania, Vlad the Impaler. Some of that stuff is Eastern European. You know, that's stuff that you know somebody from Germany may have actually heard of. Um, but yeah. We don't have Bram Stoker's Dracula published yet, so it's not the the uh, popular myth that it does eventually mm. become. Um, and you know, none of this quite matches up with that necessarily. And the fact that you know they're taking you know one or two people every week or two weeks. Do they move around at night or during? I mean, they move around during the day. They mm-hmm. can be vampires. Yeah. Well, I will say, mm-hmm. you know, probably a you know a little bit of conversation has happened. This is when Warner um, probably arrives. Um, Legba, excuse me, cloak, mm-hmm. and 
the Widow Stokes uh, arrive crossing the bridge and see folks kind of milling around and already stuff has started to spread away from the front door. There's still a lot of conversation. People aren't like trying to lean in or anything like that. Um, especially as Warner comes in and he's got a couple of his troubleshooters with him because I mean, the bell rings, it's trouble. Mm-hmm. You bring the troubleshooters quite literally. Um, and they say, all right, everybody go home. You know, Warner will let everybody know what's going on. You know, when we find out what's going on is Warner and Ike come in and immediately does the appraisal of the room. It's like, okay, Madame Robert's here. Yeah, expected. Sheriff Isabel. Okay. Um, and so that's kind of the the view that uh, Cloak and uh, and Theo have as they arrive into town. So Isabel has things under control? You have no idea. All you're seeing is the milling people. Okay, yeah, so we'll... Yeah, just walk up. Yep. See what's going on. But not like not to intercede, but be available as a resource and make sure Isabel knows we're there. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think you know for the two of you, the the socially acceptable side is to wander around, say, "Hey, what's happening?" You know, there's some of the other farmers that had ridden in on horses, um, and you know, kind of see you know Widow Stokes and kind of fill her in on what they've kind of heard, which is, you know, <laughs> as they've said, uh, Gisela and Rilla found a bunch of. A bunch of stray men wandering around. Uh, there's some jokes about you know the fact that the two single women went out hunting and came back with five men. Uh, <laughs> and there's, there's a lot of elbows uh, from from the from the mothers in the crowd, but uh, uh-huh. yeah, a very successful hunts. <laughs> yep. uh, and uh, but yeah, for the most part, that's that's it. And of course, there's the like, oh hey, you know, you know, nudge nudge. Uh, they they looked really rough. Some somebody said something about they'd been kidnapped. You know, you, so you get the the initial scuttlebutt uh, gossip version as stuff is already beginning to telephone and twist and and reshape. Uh, yeah, um, and talking about making yourselves available and known and like, oh yeah, we're here. Um, is there something specific you do besides like, we're going to walk by the windows and like stand in front of it for a second? No, just like a raise a hand yeah. until we make eye contact and just let her know that we're around, I think. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she's in charge. Just take note of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Enright has come inside mm-hmm. yep. the building, right? Okay. Yeah, Warner comes in, heads towards you and the men. Ike kind of, you know, makes his way over to the bar and uh, asks Arcelia to get him a drink. Sounds about right. Um, uh, Mr. Enright, sorry to disturb your day. It's all right. What's what's going on? Well, uh, Gisela and Rilla here were uh, out on a hunting trip and well, they've got quite a tail they're spinning. Um, but they... Uh, Appear to have found a, a sort of refugee party escaping from a bandit camp. Yeah, the the men immediately recognizing now, ah, a masculine town leader, like stand up and shake hands. The man in charge. Yes, exactly. Uh, yep. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. They're in for an education. <laughs> Uh, Notice I didn't get that. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, shake hands with uh, Warner. Now, t- 
to Warner's credit, uh, he immediately defers to Sheriff Isabel um, <laughs> and says, uh, Sheriff, is that are we in danger? From the sounds of it, it's a their sizable group if they decide to come this way. I think it's best if we have everybody on the lookout. We'll send some folks back back out to the farms, let them all know to be prepared. But uh, I don't know. We don't exactly have a... Hmm. We don't have a militia. Right. Mm-hmm. I go go out and find. Uh, I think I saw Widow Stokes when I was coming in. Go go get up with her and uh, get the the farmers at least informed and, and maybe organized. Um, maybe maybe we need to bring everybody in across the bridge. And you, Ike is over here. You like, no, they're not going to want to do that. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> uh, but Ike, you know, like fi- finishes his drink and kind of looks and Widow Stokes. Turns the glass out, <laughs> like walks out. Hey, listen, Craig put this aspiration down, damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I, you know, heads out the very. I, I'm trying to remember. We did we determine that this actually ha- the tavern actually has a door door. It's not the swinging yeah. saloon. Yeah, okay. And heads out, uh, heads out to go find the widow Stokes. Or well, he's going to take his time about doing it, uh, hoping mm-hmm. that maybe she goes away. Uh, go ahead, Chris, because that's where we're staying um, for the minute. Yeah, just like chatting with Inright, like, sir, I mean, we could, could take a few of your boys and I could ride out with them, scout the area, but don't know if that would just bring more attention to us. These fellas were escaping from the camp and by Isabel and Rilla's accounts had no idea that a town was nearby. Is that about right, gentlemen? Yeah, yeah, the five of them, yeah, nod, nodding for the, the you know, two of them are still, their faces just in a plate. Um, uh, and I'll, for, for a gimme for, um, uh, for Gisela, um, probably for Isabel too, but Gisela was out there. You guys made very obvious tracks through, you know, through your path. Like there, it's a very easy path to follow if they follow. Um, so that's the, the bigger, bigger question, but, uh, yeah, Isabel would definitely have that thought too. Uh, um, but, you know, there's something to be said about, I doubt the group of these seven plus a horse left a very, uh, hard to follow trail back to town, but I don't know. i this is kind of a thing we need to decide between you and I what we're going to do how we're going to handle protecting the town I don't much like my odds of you know less than a dozen of us riding out there and drawing attention and getting caught unawares but we think that's for the best yeah yeah I mean we've got we got quite a few good shots um and what I would do for a castle wall right now. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just haven't been built out here yet. Um, and uh, so Warner kind of starts to pace. And it's um, 
it's a very like exaggerated this is this is what a man does now i need to pace yes a little little twist of the mustache yeah um it says well yeah let's let's not draw any attention to ourselves because maybe maybe they just won't care about y'all looking at the the five men who you know shrug um but uh yeah let's maybe you send some of the boys out on horses out of ways keep keep lookout he's talking about like sorry not actual boys like talking about some of his troubleshooters and then they can ride back if they see anybody at least to at least to start um maybe we could uh yeah, that's what we need. We need we need lookouts with bonfires. And like you can see him just over engineering <laughs> like this whole alarm system. Fires for... might be a bit of an obvious thing there, sir, out on the on the prairie. Oh yeah, that's that's probably right. Yeah, okay. Um So Drew can I ask you a question. Yes, please. Um as Cloak's first attainment been imposed upon him at this point? Uh, have you spent the XP? I have. Excellent. Then he can hear what's happening inside. Oh, yes. Um. So. Yeah. You're good. So then, um, upon hearing the notion of people riding out of the borders of the town, Cloak leans to Theo and says, you know, because there are people in earshot. Mm-hmm. But I'm Stokes. Do you remember what I accomplished when Senor Pilar and I returned from London? We do have protection here. And I think a number of people are planning on leaving that protection. If there's a way you can get them not to do that, either through communications with Senor Pilar or some other means I think that would be good for everyone's welfare um it feels fairly stoic about that kind of stuff so she just takes a moment to consider having I, I don't disagree with you but um it might be useful to have scouts with eyes out in the field to have a look I think you have one that is not at risk of death True. Unless you have released that servitor. <laughs> uh, that's a difficult conversation to have, but I'll see what I can do. Um, so Theo will head into the tavern. Um, bump into Ike on the yeah, way, like both going exactly through the door. exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> um, yeah, because, you know, Ike... You know, yeah. stalls a little bit and then eventually is like, okay, well, I have finished my drink. All right. Uh, heads out. And yeah, just by because it's this is a movie after all. Yeah. Nearly runs into Madam, uh, excuse me, not Madam, Widow Stokes uh, and does a, a decent little like, you know, not courtly, but, you know, an appropriate bad. Uh, ah, uh, um, Widow Stokes, uh, ma'am, uh, my father wants me to to talk with you about getting the uh, the farmers organized. Well, you have then. Uh, no, I <laughs> think we need to actually 
hash something out, ma'am. What exactly did you have in mind? Once we're done here, I'm planning on writing out and letting folks know what's going on. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. So let me uh, let me give you the 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 short story of it. Uh, Gisela and Rilla found uh, five men out in uh, out on the prairie on a hunting trip, and uh, seems those five men have been kidnapped by a bunch of bandits and there's concern that those bandits may be headed this way so my father wants us to kind of get the farmers alerted uh maybe bring them into town um uh, uh protect their 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 you know where where would you house all those families in town well the church is pretty large and we got two of them there's also the mines if we really need to get desperate, but I think Sheriff uh, Isabel and my dad are, well, my father, are organizing and figuring out a defensive plan. The big concern right now is having a bunch of folks out across the river where uh, they might be vulnerable to banditry. Especially if these people are depraved enough to kidnap people. Well, I'll let, I'll let them know that's an option. How's that sound? See him actually gotta... think, uh, like, because he's he's like, mm. is that enough? And you can see him weighing like personal mm. responsibility versus does he give a fuck? Um, and goes, all right, yeah, let them let them know. Uh, I guess it is it is their choice that they can they can come back towards towards a. Uh, where we're going to be set up. It sounds like my father's going to bring in some of the, the cowboys and some of his, uh, <clears throat> some of his shooters and we'll, uh, set up some kind of defense. Um, are they planning on sending somebody out to have a look? I think that's what I heard, uh, them discussing when I stepped out. All right. Um, so once I'm done here, I'll head out to the farms and pass the word. Let folks know they can take shelter in town if they want. They're pretty independent-minded folk. They may just want to hunker down where they are. Hope that works for them. Uh, he turns around and heads back into the, the tavern. I imagine you are right behind him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, Warner kind of looking at you, well, Ike and kind of nods and then sees you step in and Oh, is there? And like, you can see he's very confused. It's like, this is not how I had planned it. Ike was going to go out and then Widow Stokes was going out to the farms. But now Widow Stokes is coming into the tavern. Very confused Warner face. Would it uh, be a Whitson subterfuge to try and have an open conversation, but a hidden message for Isabel? Ooh, um, that, that sounds fun. Yeah. Probably manipulation. Uh, Must be a role on her part to understand it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, depending on how well we get. Yeah, I think it is manipulation plus subterfuge. Um. Uh, to to have a a subtext to the conversation, yeah. and depending, you get over two successes. Um. Then you know, Isabel just picks it up, no problem. If not, Isabel may need to. Wits plus composure, I think, to spout what's going on. Just the one. 
Hey, Wits Composure is my best stat. Role. I do know that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like I wanted to be able to notice things and have willpower. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't need to make a spell. Come on. <laughs> Three successes. Three successes. Yes. Yeah, so no problem. So go ahead, uh, Craig, with your uh, overt conversation, and then what's the uh, the subtext there? Uh, so the overt conversation is that she's going to go out and um, um, uh, let the folks know, but also see if they've noticed anything. And as part of that subtext, like she can have her companion do a scouting mission to see if these folks are headed this way or either as scouts or in addition to whatever she might be sending out. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, and so the you you having the wolf is a known thing for the the coven? Um, I, I don't know that she could keep it hidden. So. <laughs> Can you talk to it? It is a retainer. Um, so it's not like it's a it's a wolf and it's now an animal. It's an animated body in this case and, ha you know, in the form of a wolf. So, yeah, it was yeah. intended to be a, a guard for the farm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, but it's, it's just, still it's it's a tied off spell, quicken corpse, right? So. Yeah. No, it's not like a familiar. So there's no little shared expressions or anything like that. It's just a retainer, and it's good at following your orders. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what confused me. You, it can do things you tell it to, but can it talk to you to communicate what it found? No. So how? it's going to communicate is going to be a, a thing that Bob Sear is going to have to figure out on the uh, way over. Put some yes or no dots on the ground and have to step on them. <laughs> Your paw, the paw, left paw, right paw, yes, no. Um, but yeah. I mean, it doesn't have an intelligence. Yeah. At all. So it can't. It's not going to be able to find out information. Uh, it's mm, like all point. I'm thinking is uh, the presence or absence of, you know, a bunch of people on horseback. Right. Uh, and notably, um, they're not suited for combat um, bah, 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 and can understand simple one or two word commands. Nothing more. Uh, mm. So that is going to be kind of your limit. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I thought when you were saying companion, you meant Noel. No. That is... That Although, is another option. Yeah. But because he can He's in Twilight. talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So regardless, the subtext is that the Theo can send somebody out to do a scouting thing. Alright. Isabel also could cover that. What's that? <laughs> Very true. Yep. Isabel also has spirits, so yeah. Uh, and and Theo's mm -hmm. just making the yeah, offer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. Okay, so if you want to look after it, that's totally fine too. You can actually have like a spirit of hunting, like a, a wolf spirit. I would go and hunt them down. A spirit of wind. Mm -hmm. Little blue ribbons. Anyways. Mm -hmm. <laughs> keeps happening. It keeps happening. Um, <laughs> it's like I'm reading the book again. Exactly. Um, so, um, yeah, it's just like, um, All right, uh, Mr. Knight, let's let's get a couple of your boys. We'll just ride out just a little bit. I'll go with them. Um, you can stay here between you and Madame Bear and and uh, shit. What is that? What's the 
Uh, no, because she's leaving. Oh, we're... Um, the f- fucking general story Oh, guy. Anastasio. Um, Anastasio. Between the three of y'all, everybody looks up, you know, at the very least, respects y'all, if not, you know, looks up to you as part of the you know, leadership of the town at this point. You know, keep everybody calm. I'll say a few words outside and assure everybody everything's going to be fine. Um, we'll ride out there just for the little bit of the afternoon. Just take a gander, see if we can. You know, I don't want us going all the way out there to actually find them, but keeping an eye out just a fine thing to do. Right. Um, and as you guys are starting to get organized, the, the five guys are kind of looking back and forth and they're like, you're just a sleepy little town. What are you guys all so worried about? I mean, we're just a sleepy little town. Well, I mean, full of you people. Know, the, well, sure. But I mean, they, they don't want no. people. They're after riches and, you know, money and stuff like that. Really? And yet they grabbed you. Oh, yeah. Gisela and Rilla told y'all that this is a silver mine town, right? Yeah, it's a sleepy little town <laughs> well, built on a silver mine. <laughs> they, they go, no, you mentioned a mine. <laughs> it's like, sil- oh. <laughs> on the plus side, they probably don't know that you're here. <laughs> but if they find out that there's silver over this way, then there might be a problem. There's only silver for like six more months, but shh. Well, there's a bunch That's of stuff up in of boxes and yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, cool. Yeah. So you guys kind of, uh, you know, separate. Uh, Warner goes out with Isabel, and uh, there's some talk out to the the townsfolk, which is basically, hey, everybody, go home. Um, I think Warner and and feel free to out of character counterband this, but it's like, hey, if any of the men, anybody who's a good shot's got a rifle kind of report in so we can get an idea of who all is carrying answer everybody um and uh you know baba sarah uh widow stokes i'm joining them you're joining who the people with guns the the makeshift militia sure um and widow stokes is headed out across the uh the river to go uh, basically inform the farmers, especially a couple of the farmers who have already ridden up. They're hearing some of this uh, firsthand um, and then catching sight of the face that stands out in the crowd of white folks. Uh, Warner kind of notices Cloak and points out, oh, yes, the miners. <laughs> we have a bunch of men up that way who might not necessarily have guns uh, because that is one of his rules. Um, miners aren't allowed guns. Gosh, I couldn't imagine why. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll we'll need to bring them down. And uh, then actually there's a converse. He has a conversation of, well, if worse comes to worse, we could pull back into the mines. There are safe places for everyone there. Right. And, you know, it's, you know. And you guys out of character know supernal being entropy is gone. Oh yeah, it's gone. Right. So. Uh, yeah. So it's you know it's a it's a hole it's 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 a hole in the wall, but you can't set fire to it. Um, so uh, yeah, with that you guys have a little uh, dispersion of uh, everybody through uh, to different places. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, the you know Warner. Tells the two guys that came down with him, all right, go round up everybody. I don't care. Wake them up. Um, throw some coffee down their throats and get them down here. Uh, Ike, you go make sure everybody gets down here. 
Um, Ike heads off with the, the two troubleshooters. Um, and after the little immediate conversation, there's the townsfolk heading back home. Mothers, you know, grabbing up kids and like acting as if, you know, the barbarians are at the walls already. Um, and, uh, you know, men start showing up with with rifles and, you know, some of them with a pair or three of rifles. <clears throat> me. Sorry. Uh, what are well, yeah. actually, yeah, we'll do do. A Isabel spends a bit of time talking and, and organizing with people and like, look, don't. I know this seems like a lot, but chances are nothing's going to happen. We're tucked away up in here. If they're riding out from the camp, they're not likely to stray too far, too close to the river, which would be the best way to find us. Well, the, because uh, the other big thing is the way they're coming, they'll be basically walking over your guys' hallow, and that's, while the hallow itself is in no way special or fortified or anything, but that's a wide open space and you all would have the high ground. And we all know how important that is. Um, and cover. <laughs> um, so it's it's a not a great place, even if they have horses to come cavalry charging towards you all. So. So and a lot of that is what Isabel's trying to not that she has like warfare like a warfare sort of mind. Mm-hmm. But she but she has some banditry a, uh, experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I just imagining that? No, she was a bandit. Hmm? She was a cowboy. Right, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, not a bandit at all. No, cowboy. I didn't do a bandit. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, I'm a good person. Yes. <laughs> um, so after that, and like, I can roll something if you want, but more or less it's just trying to make sure that everyone's keeping the right idea about what's happening, that we're not like gearing up for war. It's just, you know, hey, just in case. That was actually my next step uh, was, um, yeah, minus three roll presence plus um, expression or persuasion to try and basically get everybody calmed and settled. Notably, and before you actually roll, um, if anybody else in the coven here is doing anything either within the crowd or, you know, just even standing up and nodding, you know, uh, is anybody else basically helping um, on crowd management? Yeah, this is uh, finally an opportunity for Cloak to lean into his new virtue. Mm -hmm. And so when Sheriff Isabel comes out, and is trying to calm people down, and there's like a, a dispensation of tasks and stuff like that, and people are feeling a little restless and uncertain. Cloak stands up on like a, a little, you know, post or something like that, and addresses everyone and says, Good people, you are in safe hands, and motions to Isabel and says, We have entrusted our safety to Senor Pilar dutifully for months. And she has delivered to the utmost of her ability. And let us focus on that for now. And I'm sure that you all be able to sleep restfully tonight without anything untoward happening to you during the day. Sure. And roll a presence plus probably expression, but persuasion. Sweet. Yeah. 
Human data expression. And get some bonus die there. Excellent. Presence expression. All right. How many bonus dice? No, no, no. Your bonus. Th- oh, are oh, for be, her. Yeah. yeah, an assistance. Excellent. That's Great. I'm glad it's a teamwork roll. That's what I wanted it to be. <laughs> cool. cool. You got two. So minus one all day. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is the other way to do it. Uh, so mechanically, what is that? Yeah, that's fine. What? I was trying to think if plus two dice counteracts a minus two, but yeah, it, of course it does. Why would it not? Yeah, trust me. I'm I am I am elsewhere in my math. Alright. Uh you said presence? Yeah, I imagine presence plus persuasion yeah, makes expression. Oh <laughs> Yeah, so uh, uh I'm not good at presence. Did you did you want to manipulate? Man. Did you want to take a dramatic failure? No. Okay. It's true. It has been a while since we just we brought that. down to a panic. Well, the the crowd doesn't devolve into a panic, but there is definitely a. Yeah, we're not so sure about this. Yeah, she's a great sheriff in investigating crime, uh, but this is the first time we've dealt with bandits. Uh, you see, I told you you should have had a public execution at least once. They were, they were draw in the middle of the street, and then people would respect you. Give me twenty minutes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, it's 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 a it's an unease. Nobody's like screaming and panic and you know uh, right. anything like that. But yeah, as people are, you know, it's like, mm, and that, that's where you get the mothers hefting both children under arms. And yeah, I think because like after Isabel finished talking, she then like goes to leave, and I think it's just a little uneasiness like in in her wake after she's left, yeah. right? Like to her face is like, yeah, no problem. This is gonna be fine. Um, but she runs up the hill to go get. Jose the Horse. Yep. Cool. Uh, Theo is doing a ghost summons. Uh, oh, yeah, I have you're... it queued up, but I want to have a talk with Noel first. Mm. Oh, yeah. I like that. So are you going to the farms first? Or are you going to suddenly deviate and head over to the graveyard? I'm walking to the graveyard. Um, and while I'm heading to the graveyard, I'm uh, becoming Baba Sarah. Okay. I like that. Okay. Yeah, there, there's definitely some like, yes, and Widow Stokes is going to get people organized. And she leads towards a graveyard. <laughs> the opposite direction. It's the opposite direction. The and also... She's like, yeah, but she's she's kind of weird. That's long. exactly how <laughs> I was like. It's, it, she's, she's weird already. She's Romani. You know, she leave, lives over there on the farm. And she still does like... Uh, you know, readings for people occasionally. Some of the like the miners who've been around for a while still go and like, hang on, I'm thinking about doing this thing or you know whatever. And I got, I got to go check with my my financial advisor, <laughs> <laughs> Madame Stokes, because um, that that I think is where Madame Stokes, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- there's definitely a way. To, hey, she's going to the graveyard. That's not foreboding at all. Uh, <laughs> Have but. to make some room um. <laughs> <laughs> um, for them. Um, call an ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, just to double check, uh, and Giza, you were basically heading home, getting the rifle, and coming back out and be like, "I'm gonna shoot someone." I already had the rifle. Oh, that's true. We were yeah. Going hunting. yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was going to like basically run and tell family what I'm doing. Get mom, get the kids, y'all 
settle up here, <laughs> and then I'm going back out. You sure you want to tell your with... mom what you're doing? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, she's going to know what's happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's in a town. Yeah, and uh, notably, um, while this has all been going on, Warner has also sent word up to the mines. And be, like, you know what? We can stop working. We, we got some other shit to do. Um, and so it's kind of sent word and basically, because there are some miners besides, you know, uh, Mr. Bauer, uh, who also have family in town or have family over in the farms. And it's like, okay, they would be very, very pissed if they were just working through a shift and this stuff was going on. And they find out later. Now, let's just shut everything down, get stuff organized. And a lot of them had heard the church bells already and stuff like that. So um, Isabel goes up to get the horse. Um, Cloak was heading up to meet up with the Maroons. Okay. Yeah, go and talk to them. And on the way, mm-hmm. he's because he's going to hang out with the Maroons while he's there. Right. Um, uh, this is an opportunity for him to use his second attainment for the first time. And um, all of a sudden, Isabel receives a ping and request for contact that kind of feels like the telepathy she's experienced before. And there's a message hidden in it. Basically like, you know, can we talk? And it is two-way telepathy. Yep. Uh, Weirdly, it doesn't. Well, no, it would set off your peripheral mage type. Yeah, attainments do. Legacy attainments do. How may I help you, Legba? I am at your disposal for the duration of this mission, and I request nothing specific other than prompt direction in the event that you're in need of my assistance. Trust you completely. Sure. Um, eyes and ears in town while I'm out is good. And a an anchor point should I find myself in trouble. Mm. What would you like that anchor point to be? The tavern? Uh, y- you, mostly, was what I was thinking. I'm sorry I didn't hear that. You was what I was thinking. Oh, okay, gotcha. you might yeah. be. Mm-hmm. I can be. I'll retain this contact. Uh, out of character, like, <laughs> reach out and grab me. Oh, no, I, I know what you meant. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know what you meant. Yeah, sympathetic cast, get you out of there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That, that's exactly what's going to happen. There's going to be a co-location. So. Uh, cool. Uh, so we get <laughs> the spooky Babasira stepping through the the, the iron gates of the uh, the graveyard, uh, mm-hmm. which admittedly is not like big tall gates. It's more of a low little mm-hmm. like pony gate <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, a little squeaky fence. Yes. I, I think we've, <laughs> I think we've moved beyond squeaky fence uh, considering how much Baba Sarah has been like trying to take care of the graveyard. Yeah. Um, oh, it's nice. And yeah, the, uh, you know, the, well, uh, basically the, uh, uh, the Geist and, uh, Noel Hill, um, kind of, well, because I imagine you turn your bait shot side on when you arrive, um, kind of look over, see you, and it's like, there's, sort of, there, you know, there's, there's a, yeah, and there's a definite, genre, yeah. hmm, it's not mm-hmm. Sunday. <laughs> uh, and I'll uh, walk up to Noel. And Did you spend the mana to be able to communicate? Yes. Okay. Um, I would like to ask your assistance with something. 
Well, I mean, it's been a while, but last time you asked for my assistance, it was not bad. It was uneventful, and uh, I got to see some place besides this graveyard, so probably... So there's a group of, um, what you call them, bandits? Uh, a group of bad folks that were snatching people and stealing things uh, camped. He nods, bandits. <laughs> um, we just want to make sure they're not coming towards town. Would you allow me to uh, engage your services to scout out and see where they are and what they're doing? <laughs> like, he puts on this expression of, this is, this is interesting, this is novel, um, but, uh, it, well, actually, no, hang on. No, he doesn't do that, uh, but he kind of looks and it's a very like, why should I care? Because your parents are in a farm on the other side of the river. Now we're talking. <laughs> uh, he, he nods and goes. If that's not sufficient, I'd be prepared to bargain. Uh, I don't really think there's much that you have that I would care for and Unless you happen to know where my wife and children are. But no, for uh, yeah, for my parents, if nothing else. Mental note, okay. Yeah. 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 Can you <laughs> send me there or am I going to have uh, to walk? I think you'll find if you put your mind to it, you can move. Oh, he's well aware of how fast he yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you'll have to cover the distance yourself. Uh, because I don't know exactly where they are. And call you a mage. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Spits in his hand, and it is like, this, it's not spit, it's like very mm. clearly gooey ectoplasm. ectoplasm, and you know, <laughs> puts his hand out. Um, right. You can just go ahead and, well, actually, I gotta spend some uh, some paradox here. Uh, well, yeah, potentially. Um, over, overreaching by three. Mm-hmm. Um, Instant okay. cast, advanced duration, and the complex command. Okay, and then are you spending mana or using your dedicated magical tool? I do not have my dedicated magical tool with me. Walking okay. around with a bone cane is a little too obvious. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to spend a couple of mana. Okay, so bumping it down to one die. Paradox! Not that it really matters, it's still contained. Oh, man. Well, don't I get to roll against it? Mm-hmm. Hey. Cool. There we go. <laughs> Seven okay. dice, one success. All right. Fine. Bit of headache, twitch of the right eye. Um, yeah. A little bit of headache. And then rolling five, ten dice. Now I have one question. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure about the... I'm using my perfected bone dagger as a rod. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's perfected bone, do, does that give me the... Does it give me an, an extra bonus, or does it give me the... It gives um, you again. eight again. Um, nine again. Is it just nine? I it's think nine it's, again okay. on spells um, from that path. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that'll take it down by one, so it'll be nine dice. Wait. Oh, because you did the Yantra bonus. Wrong. Yep. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, right. gotcha. So I get uh, two from Shadow Name, one from Cabal Theme. Or with the Cabal theme pump high. This is protecting the town. That's kind of what we're... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cabal okay. theme definitely applies. Cool. Oh, yes! 
All right. Cool. cool. Um, a note, uh, specifically because you are, um, you didn't include any penalties for potency. Um, but because this is something that he is on board with, he is not mm -hmm. like he's not going to withstand. Uh, that's why so, I asked him. In the first right. Place. And that's yeah. cool. I just wanted to be very above board on on what was going on there. So sure. um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, da, 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 da. Go summons is duration. So do you want to add additional to the primary factor there? Um, to well, actually, I guess it's already. You've already got three dots, so it's all. Yeah, and I paid weak. for adventuration, yeah. so, so yeah, it's already he's weak, got... anyways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess in that case, a condition on him or on you. Um, or I could take the mana back. Oh yes, you could do that. Mm -hmm. Plus one. How much mana did you spend? Uh, I spent two. Mm -hmm. mm. So yeah, I'll take the mana back. Cool. That literally pays for the spell cast plus your conversation. Mm -hmm. Sure. All right, um, and then of course arcane beat um, and willpower. So, yes, um, cool. And just with that, he doesn't move anywhere because he's already here, but there's just this slight invigoration to him and just this sense of being able to go. Now, notably, um, creates the open condition. No, wait, hang on. Where am I at? Yeah, summon a ghost, complex command. Um, all right. So did you also take the reach for creating the open condition? No. Okay. So I'm going to roll one more paradox just in case it's actually is going to matter, um, about how much bashing. Well, actually, no, it will not matter in the amount of time. Well, actually it may matter depending on, oh, shoot. How to do this? Cause you needed one more. So that way he can actually go and travel. Uh, okay. um, but you've already rolled wisdom. So run more, roll one more paradox. And then you yeah, what roll you're saying is if again? he rolls it and he succeeds. No, because I've no. already rolled my wisdom. I got one success. So if you get a success, then the paradox it's happens. A condition. Okay, cool. I just wanted to be make sure we were all on board. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. Ouch. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. That hurts. Okay. Ten and a nine. So that is that is three yeah. paradox on oh, two overreach. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. Oh yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, you you cut out one of them, so it's still two. All right. General spell conditions. Oh shit! Oh shit! Paradox. All right. So. Bloop. Um. <laughs> Uh, Nimbus, Imago, or Backlash? Yeah. Um, considering what you are, are trying to do here and calling forth this spirit ghost mm -hmm. to, to do your will, um, Something else kind of trickles into the spell, um, and you are stricken with abyssal backlash. Um, so the next time the mage casts a spell that brisks paradox, add dice to the paradox pool equal to the number of successes earned on the paradox roll, so three. Um, Damn. 
This is resolved if you fully contain a paradox, you scour it or you allow it to lapse. Um, and bear in mind, of course, yeah. Um, so that's plus two on my next podcast? Uh, three. three. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically. That triggers. If you if you would trigger paradox, Drew adds three extra to the right. Uh-huh. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, but uh, yeah, as we were saying, Noel kind of looks a little bit invigorated, a little bit more here. I imagine you tell him to ma- uh, you put him in the twilight form manifestation. There's no reason to actually make him materialize because that's right. You want him to you be just visible. Need to be able to see, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and uh, point him off in a vague direction. Yeah, I got the directions where they went from um, mm-hmm. from Isabel. So. Yep. Yeah, it's a, uh, a general direction is because even for Gisela and Rilla is that way-ish. Sure. Um, then I'm going to gird my loins and start running towards the farm. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Tuck that dress up in the belt. Yep. yep. That's right. Um, yeah, and hoof it. Um, cool. Uh, speaking of hoofing it. Hmm? You cut out there, what? I said, speaking of hoofing yep. it, yeah. I'm oh, going to cast yeah. a spell. On both me and Jose. I was going to ask. I was <laughs> yes. looking at that. I was like, wait a second. Uh, that's missed a syllable there. Or say. We also need to roll the like active hubris I did for Thank you. very yes. obviously magicking at these guys. Yes, if you would uh, go ahead and do that, please. Um, it is definitely a. I think it's, it's the, the three. three. Mm-hmm. It's just spell roll three, right? It's the easy mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Finally, Ash is free of the first one you've ever passed. That might be the first one <laughs> I've is. ever succeeded it on. Is. Oh yes. my goodness. Straight up, yes. it is. Uh, so Arcane B, cheer for her. Don't lose one in chat. Yeah. Yay, Arcane B. I was fully aware of what I did, and it was okay mm-hmm. with it. I was okay with it because it was to save their lives. Um, Rationalized it. All right, so five re- oh, excuse me, six reaches going into duration instant, instant. duration. Scale because a horse is not size five. <laughs> Very true. Um, armor. Mm, okay. And double healing per potency. Okay. Which is plus two. So six all day. Uh, I am using my shadow name mm-hmm. uh, and the cabal theme and my um, soul stone. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, and then. Uh, overreaching by so i do not have my dedicated magical tool for this so it's five straight up Cool. and any mana nope one success come on (laughs) i've got y'all at home i've got an aspiration that says do a big paradox i've been trying (laughs) i've been actively trying can you choose not to roll your wisdom no i mean technically you could you could you release it yeah, you could release yeah, you, it as if well. If you wanted but... to just release the paradox, you could all the time. You could pollute all over the place. Right, but I think... Yeah, but it I still think... won't be that big. Yeah. <laughs> Need to be big. Oh, that's right. It wouldn't be big. You want to summon <laughs> a Golmoth. That's I, what I you want. I don't, want. I don't think I want to go that far. It, I'm but... just saying. Yeah. <laughs> don't speak... Don't put words in my mouth. <laughs> all right. My whole thing with the releasing a paradox rule mm-hmm. is that it penalizes your spell mm-hmm. cast. Why would you ever do that? Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, it's no good. I know. I'm, I'm with you. I think it should add to your spell cast. <laughs> to make it because more appealing the, because the abyss wants tents. it to succeed at that Sound, point sounding like a little little celestus there mm-hmm. <laughs> just a little celestus <laughs> just just a, just a little bit well i mean you don't have the benefit of like redirecting everything mm-hmm. and controlling the reach like a celestus does anyways uh, i'm gonna roll some six dice. dice probably not that many six of them You know, if you form a symbiotic relationship with Two a gold successes, it might be a celestial. Oh, I didn't item. contain. Sorry. So that was the spell. That roll. was the spell. Roll, this yes. is. And right, you did. I also contained the, <laughs> contained the boy. So yes, you and Jose the Horse have never felt. Well. Eh, well, I have felt better. Jose has never right. felt better. Um, riding down into town and. He's ready to yeah, run. Jose's chest is out and it's that high like parade step. Uh, it's like I never trained him for this. <laughs> what's the what's the what's the prancy boy step? Dressage horses. Or yeah. no. Well, yes, dressage horses like dance. Um Mermaid had saddlebreds. They prance when they walk. That's like their whole deal. They just show off different fancy walks. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> And suddenly my and head is like in 17, Monty Python's kit. And there's like 17 horse words for different walking right. speeds. but Cant and um, half cant and yeah, canter. Yeah. And, yeah. The only cant that matters thieves is can't. a thieves cant. I beat you there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and then I guess Isabel rides off into the sunset. Close, yeah, basically down <laughs> into down into town, uh, gathering up uh, you know, a couple of their, yeah, the, the folks no with uh, you know, the Warner's sharpshooters, and right. we'll be right back. Uh, we're, oh, five minutes over. Oh my God, what's happened? Uh, time for a commercial break. Um, uh, Twitch guys, uh, get up, walk around, get something to drink, go to the bathroom, pet your dogs, touch grass, something. Uh, YouTube guys, we'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. See you soon. Yeah, so Isabel beats up with four of Warner's troubleshooters on horses. These guys are good riders, uh, probably folks that Isabel knows just because of the stables and Jose and stuff like that. Right. Um, and... Uh, all four of them have like long rifles tucked into the like saddle holster um, and are, you know, kind of sitting looking a little bit bored and nonchalant, but it is that very like, it's cool. Yeah, this is no big deal, but there's definitely some like, this could be some shit, especially if it's just the the handful of us. Oh, they're, they're probably mm-hmm. just trying to play it cool for the lady sheriff. I, right. Well, I mean, beyond that, also amongst each other. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you basically just head out in the in the direction. Cool. Yep. Uh, unknown and unfelt by you, you are shadowed by Noel Hill um, hmm. headed back. Now, a uh, quick rem- uh, reminder for Craig, you don't have any kind of like telepathic communication to Noel, so he's oh. basically going to have to fly out and come back. Mm-hmm. Um in order for that to uh, to inform you, um, we have yeah, the telepathy between. He'll be way faster than horses, though, right? So, um, actually, that's a good question. Um, yeah, it's a it's a Newman to actually be really fast, right? Newman uh, 
like really cranks the speed up, but they are faster than humans. Yeah. yeah. Um, da, 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 da. That yeah, is... I know I gave that one to Gabe so that he could like run very far. Right, because he was get back. super zoomy. Um, so speed of come on. There we go. Uh, what do we have? Very large. No, that's size. Speed. There we go. <laughs> so a wolf is eight. Horses are probably there or maybe a little bit slow. Oh, excuse me. No. Uh, 12. Oh, right. Because this is the species factor. Uh, this is not their actual speed. So horse speed is 12. So yeah, actually, horse is probably pretty close to ghost. Um, because by default, scrolling down here. Because it's been a while since we had to get Gabe in. Um, game systems. Uh, I guess it's... can maintain the speed of 32 miles an hour for hours. And they can sprint much, much faster, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, there we go. Speed is equal to power plus finesse plus species factor. Um, and the species factor is their basic species factor of five. So, um, yeah, they're faster than humans, but uh, I don't think they out outpace a horse. Uh, not without the speed numina. Uh, but yeah, like I said, shadowed by the tromping farmer from the beyond um, following after. Um, and then Babasera is finishing their oh, right, girded loins and took off towards the farms. Um, and so, yeah, uh, we jump over to Legba real quick after basically mm-hmm. setting up a, hey, I'm your anchor for yep. uh, for Giza. I, I, actually, uh, excuse me, for Isabel. Um, not actually casting a spell yet. Uh, is that something that you plan to do ahead of time or just kind of at the spur of a moment? An instant cast collocation. Sure. Uh, and that's kind of what I figured. Um, yeah. Wants but, to avoid casting it unless necessary. Um, and with, uh, with that set up, yeah, you arrive to the farm, uh, the farm, the mines, uh, and everybody's kind of coming out of the mines, uh, furnace you can see is getting swarmed with questions about what's going on. Asanite, uh, and Messi J are working with the maroons cause you've got your own shift leader, but they're the two that everybody kind of defaults to, um, yeah. And for you know, after a year now of this kind of new normal, cloak is definitely part of the cult, um, and you know, welcome, and nobody treats him any differently, except for the fact that he's not quite part of the cult. But they don't look to you for leadership. Um, Messi J and Sanite, though, do get to look over and expect you know a rundown. Um, without delving into everything because we just covered in the last first half of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. Is there anything that you specifically point out or, you know, uh, any kind of uh, game plan that you try and nudge them into? Uh, yeah, he's going to say something. <laughs> he's going to say something to them. And I also um, think would be a, a good opportunity to note something about the kind of interaction he wanted to have with the cult that you and I discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cloak wanted to move in a position where he would be in regular contact with Sunny Tay and Missy J for anything they needed. But the other members of the cult wouldn't depend upon him directly as much anymore unless it was something that they thought would be good for them to talk about. 
like his goals and self-improvement and stuff like that, which they're going to be helping them with. Mm-hmm. But if, if they approach, if one member of the cult approaches Sonny Terry Messi J and says, hey, I really want to understand my dreams and all of this and really want to eliminate some of these deep-seated problems, they can say, well, you might have a visit from Legba and then they can contact me and then we'll have mm-hmm. that contact. I like that. Cool. All right. So then the thing that he mentions to the two of them is that he would suggest that no one commit violence in their own self-defense in the course of this because everyone else is handling it. And it would be a good opportunity to avoid setting a precedent that when someone dangerous comes into town, the first thing that happens is that the black people take weapons and then bludgeon them to death. So it'd be good if they were peaceful first. And then in the event that it's necessary, you can have all these extremely well-trained not just in terms of like physical ability, but they're also practicing martial arts, right? Mm-hmm. They have, the, you know, the Lutz and the Galez that they train in. Yeah. So, so I think it's just, it's a good precedent for them to not feel it. Their first responsibility is a martial defense of the town, that keeping themselves alive and away from the violence would be the best thing for them. Sure. Um, Sanite, uh, you know, takes it the step farther and says, I think we need to go. And, you know, there, there's a look to Messy J as they have, you know, this little... Because they're, they're not twins, right? They're just sisters? No, they're just sisters. Right. Um, and there's a definite, like, oh, yeah. Um, and uh, without even, like, saying anything to you, like, start giving out orders of, let's start clearing up and kind of cleaning up the mine, the, the first front mm-hmm. section, uh, basically, in case we have people that need to find refuge back here um and because they say yeah yeah you, you know cloak is right we don't want to go out and fight but if they're gonna come after us yeah we'll defend in the mines because we know the mines um and uh so like they start cutting out some of the lights the turning off some of the lamps so the the cave itself is darker and just set up a like hey it's a cool quiet you know, calm place. The The meditation room is fairly large because if I remember correctly, the whole shift would go yeah. in. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, That's right. could squeeze 10 people in there very comfortably more than that. And it gets kind of tight. But mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, just if nothing else, just that way, nobody's sitting around and you get that's that great. nervous idle energy. Cool. Yeah, that's perfect. Um. So then, yeah, we uh, we pick up with uh, so yeah, Sheriff Isabel riding off with the uh, the the sharpshooters. Well, not tra- sharpshooters, troubleshooters. Um, and basically, do you try and follow the tracks back, um, or is it more of trying to find an advantageous? Because you know there are some of these hills and stuff like that throughout the prairie. Um, what's kind of your your goal? I think I try and get them to be to stopping off in some different spots with sort of a relay line of Mm -hmm. watching out stuff like that yeah so not necessarily with with the idea that eventually i will be by myself okay um i'll be the last one and then find those tracks right um and so uh relay line uh long ways out uh or wide okay yeah cool so yeah doing this kind of border um which is a little bit beyond Legba's um, ward. Um, but, you know, in order to be forewarned, you got to get 
a little bit out there because the, the right. board is not huge. Um, and uh, yeah, so kind of drop off. And basically everybody is more or less not necessarily in sight of each other, um, though with enough flat spots. You, know, you can kind of look over towards somebody. Uh, somebody suggests, hey, we have, you know, some of these you know, mirrors, pieces of brass or whatever, so they can kind of flash at each other. And they kind of get settled down off their horses so they're not, you know, standing up high in the prairie and just kind of settle in. Because if they, you know, if these bandits are coming in, you know, in mass, you'll be able to see them far easier than the right. individual folks are. And when you drop off the last guy and continue off, um, and start following the tracks. Mm-hmm. Probably need to roll survival, huh? Uh-huh. Probably wits plus survival. Two successes. Yeah. Um, find tracks and immediately be able to follow them um yeah definitely no penalty because once you're actually out there it's like oh yeah this is a fairly well trodden path you've got horse and you know depending on who was riding or not you know six to seven different footsteps and uh it was definitely not a you know sand people walking in a single file line kind of situation it's more of a clump um and uh yeah start to follow it back um how um yeah how long do you you know ride out because getting them no, set up I mean, you know takes you you know how long did they say they would have ridden in it's it was hours okay mm-hmm. then not very okay far. yeah so half hour hour tops. okay yeah so yeah still fairly close um and following the tracks back um you can you know uh, especially since they came the direct route the the river is awful ways um since you get uh basically cutting the mm-hmm. the hypotenuse of a triangle um and yeah at this point well out of sight of anybody and kind of looking out you can see you kind of squint you can kind of follow the trail through some of the grass and stuff like that where they had come through can i cast a spell Do, 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 do. Zoom in. Gonna get my eagle on. Mm-hmm. Gonna have the Assassin's Creed on it. We'll be jumping over to Baba Sarah. Well. Widow, Widow Stokes momentarily. Um, same answers as before. Mm-hmm. Of five, yeah. Oh, other type of eagle. Okay. Hmm? I was thinking like eagle spirit or, you know, bird spirit. Oh, yeah. no. I got you. Yeah, this works just fine. Uh... Ooh, four dice. Mm-hmm. And two dice paradox. Sure. Contained. Getting in bloods. 
getting blood noses. Two successes on four dice. Yeah. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> Craig taking the, uh, the the low low rolls. Yeah. Um, and also well, whoosh, start off with a critical success on the first roll tonight. So. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, zooming in um, and up to three miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some elf eyes. Yes. Um, and uh, I imagine you get a little bit of uh, some form of elevation, yeah. Um, and look out, and yeah, uh, especially once you throw that on, um, yeah, you can spot the camp very, very easily. Um, you know, Rillin, uh, Gisela were able to spot it once they were right on top of it. You have a little more distant view um, from your spot, but you are also zooming in closer. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, you can see them, and there's no party sallying forth already uh, on the move or anything like that, um, which is the you know immediate concern. But it is a beehive of activity. You do see people getting horses ready. You see wagons being like packed up, um, carts and wagons being like um, attached to animals. Uh, and, you know, so they're ready to move en masse. Um, where not quite sure, um, but there's yeah a, a lot of activity and milling about. Um, and then give me a wits plus uh, composure. Ooh, yay perception! Uh, with a bonus from your zoom in. Take it. Oh yeah. Nine dice. Cool. Yes. So your view, you know, just doing a, I imagine, more careful sweep of Mm -hmm. what's going on here. Uh, And the fact that you're like, I'm just going to sit up here and watch thing. It's well, how long did your how how long do you have um, zoom in for? Uh, it's a duration spell, right? It's like advanced scale. Or advanced duration, so... Okay. Uh, a day. Right. Um, so, uh, watching and kind of... And, and I'm, I'm uh, making assumptions here, but looking for leadership and who's giving orders, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you have, you know the the command tent kind of thing in the center that kind of stands out and while there's a lot of back and forth back and forth of a lot of people moving around there's one guy who seems to just live in that center section that people are coming to talk to sends off so he may walk away but comes back and is always here at this you know basically central place um and where everybody else has looked fairly rough you know and um you know, gives no fucks about their their attire. Um, this guy is a little bit more put together. Definitely hasn't had his clothes washed in a little while, but has put a little bit more care into, like, actually tucking his shirt in and stuff like that. Shoulders back, very leadership kind of material. Um, a little on the lean side, but tall, like six foot five, uh, comparing him to a lot of the other folks. 
and pushing into maybe 50s. Um, his hair is going from, you know, black to a little bit of salt and pepper um, kind of look to it and seems to be the one giving the orders um, has two six guns on his hip uh, mm -hmm. and you know, his attire is, you know, the maybe that vest came from New York City, but most of the most of his most of his clothing still seems, you know, kind of rough and frontier ready. And I guess it would uh, just adds to it. But yeah, nobody seems to be like saluting him or anything like that. I'm trying to try to in hinder their progress. And how do you wish to do this? The, the only way Isabel knows is storm time. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I mean, you got a wide range of, of you stuff. Got a couple Plenty ways. of opportunities. Yeah. Cast repel in the center of town, make them all run in different directions, and their horses go in another direction. Or just call out lightning. Put, you could put them all <laughs> or, or just call I don't. I don't think we have call yeah. lightning just yet. <laughs> Do we? Hang on. Is that just forces? If there is a if there is a uh, thunderstorm going on, you can call lightning out of right. it. But you can't just like eat lightning out of your fingertips till free. But thankfully, you can make a storm. Mm-hmm. Funny how that works. Alright. This is where the uh, paradox might come from. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, me. Storm Instant. time. Sensory. Oh, Duration. Scale. Uh, more drastic weather change, because you've described it as a pretty nice day. Mm -hmm. uh, plus two spells. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. So, eight. So uh, I am looking real quick for the uh, calling down lightning part. Where is that off of? It's a separate spell. Oh, sure, sure. Is it control electricity? Control electricity, I believe. Ruling. Yeah, it just seems like a... a new, ruling. Specifically, three is the one that calls down lightning oh, from a no, stormy sky. Actually, oh, I mm. thought it was two for a while. Sorry. That's okay. That's fine. Uh, still, a storm is going to <laughs> really oh, yeah. fuck them up, anyways. Uh, and besides, then you can just call it Alpha. Um, right to and uh, I'm gonna release the paradox. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I don't know what that does. But that's fine. I think you can. It would literally never die. Um, because I, I. I think she can feel that the spell is too it's, big. It's real big and yeah, maybe problematic. Don't kill you. And I, I will. I, <laughs> I won't kill well, you. I, but... <laughs> and I will straight up tell you that the the diamond order basically told you to never do this because right. it's dangerous. I don't even know that they would have prepped you with, yeah, what what with what it's going to do. Mm -hmm. Um. So, um, that's uh, <clears throat> seven overreach. Um. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, mana or anything like that to 
<laughs> Bring every dedicated magical stool on you. Uh, I do have my dedicated magical tool for this one. Okay. Instead of my soul stone. Okay. For sure. So that brings it down to so five. Five. I won't spend any sure. mana. Yeah, because that's the thing. If you're going to release it, you might as well just let it ride. Exactly. The whole goal is that it should be... I still want to get the spell off. Though. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Five dice. It's going to be a little spooky down there. Yeah, let's see here. I got to remind All myself. Right, so one, one die off of my roll. I know mm -hmm. that much. Mm -hmm. uh, so Releasing. Success. Paradox occurs regardless. Eight. Taints the spell and potentially the area around the spell's subject, which fortunately is the camp over there. Way uh, over there. Right. Uh, <laughs> way, way over there. It's three it's miles away. Dead. It's fine. It's probably fine. Paradox anomaly occurs. Utilize number of successes as reach. That's right. Okay. Two successes. Cool. So the spell does so go spell off. Goes off. Um, and it's drastic and sudden. Right. And we are going for heavy rainstorm. Thunderstorm. Straight to heavy thunderstorm. Right. Like out of fucking nowhere. This is some magical shit. And yep. impose. <laughs> I could spend a reach to impose a condition on the subject of the spell. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, da, 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 da. It's literally raining sideways. Give them an abyssal perineum. <laughs> Anybody get that pun? What? Sadly not. Uh, the taint. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's Thank what you, I Greg. thought you were going for. It's like, uh. I was like, is this is this a bug thing? <laughs> did he really just say that? <laughs> yeah. I did. I did. That's the best thing about the new Wheel of Time series. Ask me about it on Discord. Mm -hmm. Um, undo or apply a single reach. What reach did we use? Sensory. No, which ones? Yeah. Sensory, duration, scale. Instant. Instant, Instant can't change. That's the that's the one that's off right. limits. Oh, that's right. And then the there's a specific one, right? For the spell. Right. Mm -hmm. Which technically it doesn't actually mess with. I, it's one thing I appreciate. You, I can't fuck with that. Um, I, just the right. common can, reach stuff. Can I make a suggestion? Oh, sure. Boosting potency or um, area? Um, well, it's already at advanced scale. And basically, because I can't actually mess with potency in any way, uh, it's okay. just reach that uh, I get to mess with or um, yeah. condition. And I think or actually condition. I am going to do uh, condition. Um, it happens. You don't know what the condition is. I do. Um, but cool. um, yeah, over the area... Um, because the drastic change happens within an hour, right? I think is what it says. Oh no! Does it happen right away? Oh no! No, you have to spend a reach for it to take an hour. Oh, that's right. It just to fucking make happens. It look more natural. You have to pay yes. extra, uh, which, which actually does remind me. Crazy magical. Oh, this is definitely <laughs> yeah, humorous, by the way. <laughs> boiling out of the clear sky over the camp. <laughs> yeah, this um, is shit of biblical proportions. Uh, yes, actually. Yeah, I was I was thinking of the mummy movie because uh, yeah. there's a bit where the just the storm just starts to roll up. Uh, 
Yeah, so that's right. So we have the drastic changes. And, oh, yeah, that's right. Over the next few hours. Yep. So this just fucking happens. Um, and uh, yeah, um, it does create a extreme environment uh, condition. Um, potency determines the maximum amount of extreme environment can change. So it was at level zero. Did you add potency? No. Um, so it doesn't actually do get into a environmental damage. Um, right. So they're not, it's just, it's nasty, but not necessarily like right. throwing them on the ground or anything like that. Right. right. Uh, yeah, that's not what I was going right. for. Um, but yeah, as it kind of whips up um, and you can definitely see cowboy hats flying <laughs> off um, and the the tone of the camp though changes uh just from from up there where you're sitting and with the advanced scale i imagine and distance that you're at it's like oh yeah no the storm's happening over there i'm cool and dry over here um but you watch as the I'm trying to see how much you would tell or how it would look on your end but there's a lot more, a lot more angry expressions, um, you know, a lot more irritation. It's you kind of have to squint into the storm a little bit, uh, but if mm-hmm. zoom in, I feel like helps with some of that, anyways. Um, and you know, we'll throw in you know the fact that you already have some forces, so whatever. Um, but like, it gets more agitated. And you watch at one point the the guy in the lead, who's probably where most of your attention is focused, so, you know, mm-hmm. sweeping around to you know see what else is going on. At one point, point draws a gun um, and puts it to a guy's chest um, and yelling and yelling at him. And you know, wind you know, obviously uh, wind carries his his words away, but yeah, you're way away anyway. Um, and you know the. The, there's a, a little back and forth heated exchange. You watch the guy kind of push his chest into the gun. Um, and then you watch this man execute this guy. Oh, shit. Um, and I just realized mm-hmm. we may want to reroll that paradox. Uh, why so? Because there's a crowd of fucking sleepers. Oh, my mark. God. Ooh, yeah, it's everyone. Nice trick. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. I would suggest that you could just give Drew more dice um, and just roll those extra dice, similar to how we worked it with mine. I, it, because it, technically, going to get one more dice. Uh, but mm. the big thing here is the dice trick, so we get three P rolls like that nine again. Would sure. So, uh, so we are going to do six dice because good point. Um, it is a sleeper, and then this is a large crowd. Oh, uh, right, nine again. Yeah, yeah. Rote. yeah, we are we are in rote territory. <laughs> um, yeah. So you rolled five. So roll seven. Right now. How are we? Just re-roll up the two? five. If it's rote, you re-roll the five, and then you get plus it one been more. Six. Should have been six. So you got to roll one from the five that you didn't roll before. And then yeah. one more. And then saying roll six again. And roll one sure. more. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I got you, Chris. I, th- I thought you were... Road is essentially rolling twice as many yeah. dice. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were just for starting, starting from seven as wrote. I got you now. No. So roll... Yeah. All right. Oh, let, me, let me go back to my menu of options here. Oh, uh, All right. So 
I would have chopped off more dice out of my pool, but I had successes in the first mm-hmm. ones. So call it call it call it even at you getting a stronger thing here. Yep. Or more fun to play with. with with four four reach all day. Uh four reach or doing things like changing the subject of the spell. Or creating an or creating an abyssal environmental, environmental tilt. tilt. Yep. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yep. That's fun. Or yeah, the gift okay. more reach. Reach. I got at least tilt. one beat out of this or, for yeah. us. No, two actually. Or more conditions. I mean also you maybe just ruin these guys whole everything. <laughs> And Maybe. that's where you would get into some nasty more wisdom. But no, in this particular case, yeah, actually, my, my story continues um, from your vantage point with no change. Because um, I've already I've, I figured out what I'm going to spend this on. Yeah. yeah the, the, Love it. The abyssal environmental tilt. Hell um, yeah. But yes, so we cut back to now, that's now bad. With no, no actual retcon, just a change to where it was going. Yeah, you watch as this man gets executed, his body drops. You kind of hear the the shot at a distance as it just crosses over the prairie, um, and like some of the movement in the camp kind of pauses around as people look over to see well, what the hell was that. Um, and the guy kind of swings his gun round and a very anybody else have a problem uh, kind of motion, you know, pulls a shell to reload, puts it back in right. and stands, you know, hands on hips. And you watch as the rain is just battering at this guy. And he, you know, kind of wobbles a little bit. But again, like we said, it's not uh, uh, whatever. It's not causing him any real problems other than just getting soaked to the bone. Um, and after a moment, you watch as the man beside, well, not beside him, on the ground starts to stand up. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> says, no, you got, got any idea how much that stings? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, what have you done? Yeah. What have I done? What have you done? <laughs> what have you what done? Have you do? Oh, what have you, what have you done that? to me? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh boy. So oh boy. we jump over to Game through. <laughs> Game on I, through. I straight up please. I just gotta add some flavor and as that's happening, there's a big peal of thunder. <laughs> oh, <for sure. laughs> um, uh, so yes, we jump over yeah. to I, uh, I think Isabel more or less blacks out <laughs> after seeing that uh well we're we're, we're, we're gonna put a pin there uh we'll, we'll come back uh, actually we will call that the the end of the scene go ahead and roll your acto hubris um which is definitely three dice um mm-hmm. it's fine yep <laughs> i didn't do anything wrong songbird and fucking isabel both just You're like completely aware of all the consequences that this yeah. is gonna do really thought that one through <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so we remember, wisdom is not morality. <laughs> That's exactly right. Wisdom is the mage morality stat. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, so yes, we jump over to Theo, uh, who just made a bit of a impression on some town folk as she goes running through the streets and her good boots. Right, um, showing off ankles. Hmm? Showing off ankles. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Uh, well, if she's got the boots, it'll be safe. Uh, but uh, and making it down towards the uh, the farm now, 
there are definitely some of the farmers who were on horses and had gone home already who've kind of beaten you there. Um, and some of the farmers from the outer edges kind of are coming in. And there's a nice little spot where the, the various paths and roads go out to all the other different um, farms. It's a very well set up crossroad that I feel like at more than once that Legba has been set up at in you know the the dark of nights at mi- you know, midnight I think is when you you did it Legba yeah yeah midnight on Saturday um, and just like oh yeah sometimes I visit the farmers too um, but it's a good central spot it's more or less the middle of the various sprawling stuff and some of the farmers are talking about what's going on and you basically you know come in to you know conversation of you know. Warner's, you know, Warner's getting his guys out with guns and, uh, you know, they're, you know, it's, it's, it's basically a bastardized version of what Isabel and Warner had basically explained. Yeah. And so basically we don't know that there's trouble coming. We're just getting ready in case and we're scouting it out. If anyone wants to go into town, they can put you up in the church or the mine. If anyone wants to feel safer there. And there's uh, immediately there's one or two folks who immediately are like, no, nope, that's fine. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, none of this matters to us, you know, mm. in terms of, uh, you know, their, their, their plot. It's like we can rebuild, um, you know, there's nothing worth taking. The worst they can do is set fire to our crops, which will suck. But we have, you know, neighbors and stuff like that. Um, we'll all band together and we'll take care of stuff. So there's two or three um, who from your experience live a far more pacifist life um who Mm -hmm. just like if there's actual violence being visited upon them or threatened to them they just walk away and be like it's not worth it we're not getting in a fight i'm not going to harm somebody else to protect my shit um and they just kind of like all right yeah yeah we'll we'll go and you know uh, a couple of them you know kind of organize like okay yeah we'll get so-and-so's wagon we'll load everything up you know that we care about and and head back uh into town um one of the uh the folks um whoops uh oh and for all the people who've been totally asking in chat uh they haven't been um rilla is currently like basically playing babysitter for a bunch of you know families and stuff like that trying to help organize things uh that's but yeah the abram hill does hmm? that's what the school teacher does yep uh but yeah abram hill old crotchety motherfucker uh <laughs> you know kind of comes up to to you know widow stokes and says so what do you think we uh we can use the bridge as a choke point if we need to um, they got scouts out now, so um, we'll have word before there's trouble. Okay. And, like, turns around, and this guy has clearly been in some form of combat. Um, because there's these nice little stone fence lines that, you know, kind of demarcate all the various different farms and stuff like that. And he starts shouting at some of his farm hands, and, you know, the, the farmer over the way, one of Anastasio's, you know, cousins or nieces or nephews it's hard to keep track of them all and it's like all right yeah let's get set up over here let's bring out some uh, you got boxes of ammo still from the last hunting trip yeah and he starts organizing 
basically this it's a tiny little area but if if they're coming they've got to come across the bridge or they're going to try and cross the purgatory which as everybody knows nobody crosses the purgatory um not not in mass like that that's just going to piss the river off uh which for some reason over the past year the the superstitions about the river seem to have really kind of amped up um and specifically because the bridge is here and it's safe and all the stories of all the bad stuff about crossing the purgatory have been the only stories people tell about it as opposed to oh yeah so-and-so crossed it the other week it's fine no no all people talk about is yeah so-and-so little jimmy was playing it and drowned um are the only real stories now left to the to the river um so they yeah line up and lean up and start to organize right there in that space. Um, but otherwise, anything you are doing while out there? Uh, no, just pass the word and then uh, get other folks to pass the word. Sort of form a chain and then I'm heading home. Gotcha. Yep. To talk uh, to Catherine. Yep. Uh, so Catherine is there, you know, shotgun in hand uh, with Valosia. Um, and, you know, they, they've, they've heard, but you know, we're not out amongst the, the group because they're just waiting for you to report back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Catherine kind of looks up at you and goes, all right, well, I don't like that expression, but, you know, what's going on? Uh, there's some bad folks, uh, bandits. Um, some of the, their prisoners escaped and made it their way to town. And right in, uh, the sheriff are heading out to get some eyeballs on them to see where they are and what they're up to and if they're coming this way or not. Um, but if they come with a, there's a bunch of them, like there's 40 of them or something. Wow. Okay. Well, they'll leave us alone, I'm sure, but... All right, well, I'm glad you're here instead of out among all them. Like, yep. pulls you into a, into a hug and, like... At, at this point, it's just like, well, going to weather the storm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, there's a tornado. Tornado might show up. We're going to sit in the basement. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, do, is she aware of the supernatural magical significance of like the basement? Other than she's allowed down there, but. Well, there's the basement, mm-hmm. like the, the root cellar right. for the house. That's not the workshop. Right. No, I know. Yeah, okay, it, yeah. Is she aware that because obviously like you and Legba had been down there earlier hanging out in the root cellar? No, you disappeared somewhere and she just yes. doesn't ask questions. Um, I'm hoping, but uh, Theo's policy has always been she will answer any question openly and truthfully, mm-hmm. uh, but she won't offer information. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of those things of if she, uh, you know, she is at this point kind of familiar with the whole if I don't ask questions about weird stuff, I don't get weird, complicated answers. Um, and she just kind of keeps her, basically her, her nose out of trouble. Um, mm-hmm. Because, from, you know, for everything else, you're always, you know, very forth, forthcoming about information. So, uh, yes, and as, as Perry says, yeah, whether or not she remembers the answer. Remember, she does remember something. It's mm-hmm. just, it makes sense to her afterwards. Um, just don't try and prod her about those answers. Um, so you guys set up shop and do you, um, do you go back out with the farmers or is it just like, nope, just gonna, I'm, I'm in my home. This is my people and I'm going to park here. Sure. 
if uh, things develop, then I'm sure I'll, I'll be contacted or we'll see shit happening. Right. Okay. That's, that's, that's perfect. Um, and so then we jump over to uh, Gisela, uh, who's there in the middle of town um, with a bunch of other folks who have rifles and Warner is out um, with, um, with a gun belt. It, um, it looks real weird on him. Like, mm. yeah, it, not not his thing. Very clearly not quite his size. Um, not that Warner is a super large gentleman. This thing is really small, but it's just like it doesn't have um, a belt hole. Whatever uh, to actually fit properly, you know, for his you know, size or whatever. Um, and he's trying to organize stuff and he's talking about getting ladders out to get up on some of the buildings that are closer to, you know, where they might be coming from so that they have an elevated position. Um, and he's getting, you know, very as militaristic as he can. Now, nobody's being sent up there or anything like that. Uh, though some ladders are coming out um, and a couple couple of the you know handyman and you know carpentry uh, inclined folks are making some thrown together ladders so that people can get up on on rooftops or up in uh you know for like for instance the tavern has some of the the second story windows that they can look out from and just kind of organize them okay you'll go here you'll go here you'll go here and basically is organizing where everybody is going to be if the bells ring four times uh, or something like that. Um, you are not the only frontiersy woman uh, to show up with a rifle. Um, besides Isabel, it's like, hey, no, there's definitely some of these women who are good shots. Um, and, you know, some of the, the pairs of, you know, uh, husband and wife who, you know, are both good shots and the kids are off with Rilla. Rilla is at the church um, you know, entertaining kids and talking and, you know, going over lessons just to try and make things normal um, as things get organized. Um, is there anything specifically that you were up to? I think with, um, if we can gather people like together as we're getting situated, mm -hmm. I want to try to give just like a general boon to everyone. Okay, so I guess some. Remember that for an area of effect thing, it's while you are in that area of effect. Um, okay. Right. Um, so, so it doesn't apply to people in the AOE. Oh, well, it would. Or, well, it's people while they are in this AOE. Because right. if we think of okay. you know, way back to Weird and her anti gravity dancing on the ceiling, and yeah, how well that worked out. Uh, Let's go. It, it worked out really too, well. So. It brought the group closer together. <laughs> you broke your leg. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. So you can do that, and you know potentially cast it on the entire town, uh, or at least one segment of town, um, because that's going to be close into the. Um, do -do 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 -do. Can't find my. Yeah, it's what I'm looking for. It's exceptional luck, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I want to do that for like the um like the city block size scale. This is a small town. Yeah, city block would would cover basically the side of the town where people are going to be stationed up. 
So that'd be scale at minus eight. Uh, though admittedly, with how many people you have defending, scale minus six with 40 subjects, that might actually be literally everybody who's actually got a gun. Now that I think about it. So you could do that and just be like you, you, you and check everybody off. I really do need to figure out the exact population of this town. But yeah, 40 people yeah. who are good with rifles sounds about right. You might be like, OK, some people you don't get get to be lucky, but. Yeah, so for Mary's instant duration. Uh, his potency spell. So I'm going to need a minus for duration as well to make it last. Or. So you can cast it. Does it need potency? Well, that is what I was looking up right now. Can I just use the reach instead to change the factor? Uh, that would make it advanced uh, duration. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because you could just give them a boon. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to mm -hmm. do. I was just going to give them a boon. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Um, yeah, advanced duration and then advanced... Uh, a reach to swap potency to duration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then advanced scale. Mm -hmm. And then the minus six. Mm-hmm. Now, the boon. Um, yeah, I need to look this up. Right, because you could do specific conditions, um, which, like, charmed is just the really good one. That's where just things end up being lucky for you. Um, you know, a bullet ends up hitting, uh, you know, your, you know, lighter. Well, no lighters here, but um, uh, things like that. Or, and this is where the potency would come in, it's where you give dice bonus to, like, firearms. But the bonus uh, would be the uh, bonus. But if you're just doing a condition now, yeah, you don't even need to worry about that. Yeah, I was looking to get them a condition so that it would also... I need to look up what the conditions are. So I was looking for one that would also like be somewhat defensive. Um, steadfast kind of helps in that. Um... Uh, when you're uh, when you fail to roll, you may choose to resolve the condition to instead treat it as if you rolled a single success. Um, that's not great for shooting because rolling a single success may not be enough to. Actually, I guess it would because you're up against their defense. So, yeah, that would actually make, you know, the lucky shots, but it's one. Um, and if it's a chance die, you can instead resolve that to roll a single die instead. But yeah, Steadfast is good for that. Um, Charmed is that, you know, sheer luck where you just win out. Um, and notably, that's the one that lets you reduce um, an injury down to just one. Yeah, so yeah, that's in the, head. the one I was thinking of. Yeah, Charmed is the very, very good catch-all. So, yeah. So for my answers, I've got my... I'm going to use my shadow name as this mm -hmm. one. Um, so that's two with the cabal theme, mm -hmm. and then another one for my uh, needle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially for the the command rod aspect. Mm 
Does this look right? Uh, reach. Da, 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 da. Don't care about duration because that's already bumped. Scale covered that. Yeah, so you're rolling five dice. And spending a willpower. Um, and one that chance is die. overreaching by two. So yep. one chance die. Well, <laughs> I am on fire with the paradox. Admittedly, Chris's was a bit of a gimme because releasing, but mm-hmm. Mr. Miss Don't get anything that, from that. But it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And then the spell is five. Yep. <laughs> so close. Oh my Wait, God. what are your practices? That might be one of them, actually. Because it's like, that's, that's the classic, like, Acanthus one to grab as Praxis. I think it might be Superlative Luck instead. Yeah, it oh. is. Or that's my root. My practice or Divination and Serendipity. Oh. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, nonetheless, you just you know, reach out and be like, OK, everybody's got that little bit of luck, um, you know, um, actually out of curiosity, how good of a shot is your dad? I imagine not. Yeah, I was thinking not because, yeah, he he was not frontiersy in any way, so he didn't No, he was like a, um, like a woodcutter. Right. He was a Kohler. Mm-hmm. He burnt, cut down and burned trees. Right. Uh, no um, need to learn to shoot, really. Yeah. Yeah. She basically learned shooting taught herself. Sure. By necessity. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. took up learning how to go hunt. Well, especially because every time your dad went to hunt, could never find anything. Gun jammed. Yeah. All the all the bad luck. Uh, no one ever got shot. So yeah, it was all his bad luck. Been worse. All. Yep. Uh, yes, um, spell kind of lingers off, which just, you know, for the Imago side, what 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 is what does she see in her head? Uh, what does this kind of blessing look like from Arachne? I'm kind of seeing it as like a like a silver thread over everyone, mm-hmm. like tying us all and just sort of wrapping around and laying down on them. Like in my head, it's like a sort of like a protective blanket <laughs> you get a safety blanket you get a safety blanket you get a safety blanket yeah. i dig it cool uh so we cut back to uh chris and uh miss sheriff isabel up on the hill um so you were talking about blacking out um uh are you are you sticking with that in terms of like Oh, she straight up panic and like just runs galloping back into town. Gotcha. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Dope. Uh yeah, uh let us let us take a condition then. Uh to reflect that sudden fear. Um spooked Do you seems say anything rather like appropriate. Um Nope, excuse me. Shaken. Uh spooked is not overt enough to terrify. Shaken is the dope actually scared. Uh, so yeah, anytime your character is taking an action where fear might hinder, you can opt to fail the roll, resolve the condition. Um, yeah, which is just giving in to fear and failing roll. Yep. Um, 
just to because hey if you're that scared absolutely um so your galloping back is going to end up leaving the sharpshooters the troubleshooters out there still on watch basically or is it a oh fuck oh fuck everybody go back home uh I, I leave an open canvas of how people react. Uh, well, but... specifically because I don't know that they would necessarily see you coming back. I mean, it's okay, your cool. Fault. That's fine. What, whatever you feel makes you're a not stopping to say anything thing. to them. You're just but but this is for for reasons that we'll very soon get yep. into. This is hardcore problematic yep. for Isabel. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you race back into town um the you know some of the folks who are kind of late kind of on lookout now uh watching for the riders see you like riding up and like you're not waving or you know shouting anything and so as you ride up you know somebody comes up and you know grabs jose um you know kind of you know patting him and looking up at you and you know sheriff what's what, what's wrong It like straight up takes her seconds to like register. Um, the <sighs> what'd you see, Sheriff? Are they coming? I, I no, no, no. The I thought I could see the camp, but there's. Well, yeah, you can see the storm now. Points yeah. to the storm. That storm just opened up out of nowhere. Yeah, we 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 all noticed. <laughs> uh, kind of nodding, and you know, one of the guys says, "Well, maybe that'll cover the tracks." Oh, maybe. Uh, okay. Well, um, you know, and you know, the the guy holding on. You, I'll 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 rush down. Uh, Jose, you can. Uh, Warner's set up in the tavern. If you're looking for him. All right. Like, and like All you right. can tell because, yeah. you know, for the most part, Sheriff Isabel is, you know, self-composed and yeah. Put together. <laughs> this, is, this is this is very odd behavior. Curious. Yeah. And there's there's no explaining right. it. Curiously, how much of this because um, the attainment for telepathy um, only allows thoughts that originate that the originating subject want to pass on how much of this does isabel pass on to cloak on the right in or is this just in her own I think head cloak i think cloak gets a like steady hum of it's happening again just like over and over and over again like subconscious mm. leaking out of her I think is a cool way to Ooh, I like this. that. And how long is the ride in? Um, from where she was at? Actually, if, if she went straight back, it, an hour. Yeah. After a half an hour of that steady hum? Because he's pretty patient. He asks, <laughs> what is happening again? Oh, right. Legba's in my head. <laughs> Um, the uh, 
the dead walk the earth. One moment. <laughs> and you feel the connection ring, drop. Ring, ring. Yep. And then Theo feels, you know, I'd like to talk to you. <laughs> Theo, what did you do? Um, can I do that mentally or do I have to verbally? Yes, it is because it's all telepathy. Okay. Yep. Hi. Hello. I was just speaking with Isabel. Mm-hmm. She says that the dead walk the earth. It happens. She panic screamed into your brain <laughs> that it's happening. Yeah, it happens from time to time. Yes. Well, she said this to me as explanation for 30 minutes of her repeating subconsciously. It's happening again. It's happening again. It's happening again. I gave her pause to collect herself, but perhaps I should have asked a question sooner. <clears throat> well, that's a story that's going to take a little unpacking. Yes. Is, <laughs> no shit. I suspect we're going to have to deal with something sooner. Um, then we'll have be able to unpack the story fully. Possibly it depends on how the un, how the dead were walking. Um, should I head into town? I, I su- suggest you head to the tavern. Okay. That's probably where she is. I'm going to talk to her again and then I'll see you. Now, okay. I will remind, you guys do have the domain set up there at, you know, Baba Sarah's place, if you guys are intending. Oh, yeah. To do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. No, yeah, actually, you know what? He says, no, let's meet at your workshop. Take case a lot. So then uh, Legba, or Cloak, reaches out to, because he's not in Legba yet, um, he reaches out to, to Isabel again. Who, he at this thing. point now, is <laughs> ring, probably ring. into the tavern. <laughs> yeah. Hello again. Everything's fine. I doubt that it is. <laughs> I suggest that you meet myself and and Theo in her workshop. Do you know how to get there? I think so, right? Yeah, I can't remember if she's been there yet. Maybe I haven't so. been there. But well, you, you've been to the house anyway. Right, that's true. Come to her house. We'll go there together. I'm going to summon Gisela. Okay. Because otherwise I'm just going to like grab her out of the crowd. Oh, she's in the crowd. Okay, cool. You say I'll just get Gisela. <laughs> well, not oh, yeah. yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the, the idea of going up on the roof is when like the bells ring. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, whether you want to do it or Cloak reaches out to everyone, there's a reason why he wants to do this too. So. Yeah, sure. Um, so then Gisela gets a ping. <laughs> Thank you for that expression, Ash. I greatly appreciate it. Yeah. What is this? I don't think this has ever happened before. Nope. I'm just gonna kind of step away from everyone else <laughs> and like behind a building you're like, yes, out loud. Hello, Gisela. Isabel's encountered something dangerous, I suspect. And we're all planning to meet at Theo's house. Can you join us? Sure. 
what's going on? We'll discuss it there. Isabel has some explaining to do. No, I mean, like, right now. (laughs) Right presently? You mean you and I? Yes. I've attained the ability to talk to you whenever I want, with your permission. Okay. I can explain in more detail if you'd like. Sure, I'll be there. I'll head on up now. All right. So then, hmm. yeah, goes I'll back just to Isabel. Out of the crowd. Cook goes back to Isabel because mm-hmm. he thinks she needs support right now. So after establishing the plan, right, he goes back to Isabel and says, "We're all going to meet you. We're all going to talk." And we all support you. All, huh? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Then um, Rilla gets a ping. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. That, that, that probably won't happen again. So. Um, yeah, Rilla gets a ping. Yeah. Uh, and you get this two-sided, like, conversation. Because she's having a hard time here. Because uh, she's talking mm-hmm. to a bunch of children. <laughs> and yep. is currently... And... You you can hear. She probably can't make it. Oh, yeah. No, she's she's super busy. Um, she is, but she basically says, you know, if there's, you know, I'm I'm stuck here, but let me know if there's something I need to do from from this side, and then no, Tommy, put that down. <laughs> like, still comes through. Um, yeah, she's definitely on the flustered side. Uh, but she does mention that hey, get you know, uh, Jules is probably bored out of his mind, and and I, I don't know if you want to. I mean, that's a great idea. And and if you'd like to be a part of the conversation from where you are, I can make sure that you are present is, in a way. Um, uh, hang on, sorry. Hey, <laughs> it like starts yelling at kids. Also, in your <laughs> head, your sister. It's yeah. like yeah, <laughs> and it's just like no, no. Hang on, <laughs> I, I'm 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 good. And if if you all are busy, then you know maybe I'll um I'll keep an eye on things here. And but yeah, Jules, if if something's going on with Isabel, Jules. <laughs> wants to stop that um and uh fair enough yeah uh, i'll let you know and also mentions do, do, do we do you need to talk to egg rock yeah i don't know what it is he's not gonna let her know yet it's the coven first okay well and, yeah. and rilla was suggesting that because rilla likes egg rock because oh she, oh i know i get right. i get that i get that um if, if she says that cloak would say um, she will know when it's time for her to know if there is a time for her to know. Okay. Uh, I will keep my mouth shut. That's fine. Thank you. I'll be in touch. And then Jules is going to get a ping. Yep. And we and the skip so good Jules is like, him. So, something, <laughs> something is wrong with Isabel. I'll be there. Um, and probably beats you guys to uh, the farm. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And so we does he or does he come running to the tavern straight no he goes to the farm because if that's if that's if if cloak mentions that's where we're meeting that's where he goes um because all right the boy's got brains and feelings well and and jules like really while he's a step or two behind on the whole like supernatural thing the whole secret society thing that you guys have he's very very aware of um and and leans into it and like doesn't make slips um it's it's something and some of 
the stuff with him talking with like Benito, who's Egrock's you know mm-hmm. husband. That's that's a lot of things that they go back and forth on because basically Benito, um, and this is stuff that your characters probably don't know yet, but Benito is the one who covers for Egrock doing weird mage shit, um, mm-hmm. and you know here it's so much easier because she's you know weird you know person taking stories right. and stuff like that so her just being gone for a while it's fine where was she oh she was in the underworld and whatever um she hasn't done that since you guys have been here um though that is something craig you and i should talk about of you know who controls that graveyard well you do so she's gotta figure out some stuff yeah <laughs> she's my fucking graveyard back off um find another one yep now, do arcane that shit fine it's a <laughs> yep i was uh, here first <laughs> um to yeah so isabel more or less does a totally shitty job of explaining what the hell happened what's mm-hmm. going on why she came galloping back in, almost all the way in town mm-hmm. um and then uh, oh f- flimsy excuse that she can try and put together of i saw something weird i'm gonna go talk to the widow stokes about it i like that <laughs> Yeah, she. Yeah, and Warner, and be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah Warner looks and goes, that that makes sense. Yeah, okay. And like pat, <laughs> pats your shoulder, and he's very confused at what you've seen because I'm sure you're not super forthcoming because uh, you don't tell him the fucking dead have risen. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. It, I because it's like the storm came out of nowhere, and that's every, everybody's little. But it's that thing that. where it's like that is. That is everything she wants. Like she like panic in her eyes, and like that is everything that she wants to just like scream. But she's holding it together. Yep, as much. Um, makes her way back out um, to the farm with Jose. Um, Before everybody arrives, mm-hmm. honey. Um, the a uh, few couple folks from town are coming by <laughs> to have a chat with me. Catherine just laughs. This is, I, I can, I can make some guesses. How many of them? Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. We'll just we'll be in the basement. We'll, yeah, we'll be in the. We'll be in my shop. Yeah, just four of them. Yeah. Oh, yep. just four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Though you may not know Rilla's coming, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she she nods. She's like. Okay, well, I'm gonna go put the tea on. <laughs> okay. Um, and you know, she and Valosia, you know, because I mean, the rest of the house is theirs. It's not like they, you know, barricade themselves away. It's just like, yep, they're mm-hmm. gonna go down into. Of note, the root cellar accessible from the outside. Yeah. Okay. That's why I figured. Um, so you guys, uh, just because we're we're getting into the uh, the later portions of our episode, now want to have a good fucking cliffhanger. Um, we are diving into Gisela's. Nope. See, I can't do it. Isabel's Oniros. <laughs> well, we're going to do that, but first we need to see if there's something we need to handle in the fallen world. Gotcha. Because okay. yeah, we're going to notice season in in consulate state. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. Now at this point, Cloak and, and Theo are probably going to look at each other and be like, "Oh, we know what to do." <laughs> no joke. Um, yeah, uh- yeah. I think once Isabel gets to the point of being away from mm-hmm. town mm-hmm. and gets into the 
shop, the basement mm-hmm. or whatever. I think at that point she's done. Like, <laughs> can't even really talk about it. Just thousand yard stare. Like full on like sobbing, like traumatic memories un- unrepressed and oh. she's just done. To the point where I don't think you get any information out of her. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. She's oh. inconsolable. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I would have been good... like arm around her as soon as you walked in because like. Yeah, this is this yeah. is a very un-Isabel kind of thing. Jules is is freaked out a little bit and like doesn't know what to do. Um, Deals pretty calm and just looks at, uh, <laughs> at Legba and you have some tools for finding out what's going on just in there. Go yes. and help you sit down and yep, get comfortable. Yes. Sit with hey, you. Ju- I think we all need to help her. Hey, Jules is like, alright, well, you all do what you need to and like basically... Lager reaches out a hand and says, you're part of this coven. If you care for her, you should come along. Um... Yeah, he and, and mostly this is from me because I'm like it's going to be bad enough. I don't need another person in there. But uh, no, Jules is like no, no. I'm I'm going to be here, um, and like pulls his you know small gun <laughs> and, and like finds a spot in the corner and just watching the door, <laughs> like, like a little derringer or like a thirty or something. Oh, uh, like a thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, and notably like. I, 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 actually, I'm going to put it to Chris. He's he is all on board for doing like a cuddling hug from behind. Sit here, I've got you. Kind of, yeah, okay. Um, and yeah, and he's like, nope, I'm going to be here. Um, what's going on in there? He, 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 like the the hands over her ears kind of thing is like I don't know that I necessarily want to know Isabel <laughs> that deeply. Um, you know, because this Fair is enough. some of the stuff that he's learning about um, and understands, like, you guys are going to go deep. Uh, and, we are. You know, he's like, no, nah, I don't I don't need to know her <laughs> that way, this way. Yeah. Um, not when she's like this kind of thing. So feels pretty calm through all this, but just pauses before we get into it and say, is this something we should be doing without her consent? Let me, out of character, mm-hmm. ask you, yeah. do you ask for consent when you try to stop someone from bleeding out? No. This is um, what we are going to do. Yeah. Do you remember when I reached your mind that one night? I do. Across the sea. Mm-hmm. We are taking that route. Okay. Because we can't take any other. Right. Which allows interaction to happen before we're... Yes. Yes. Um, and then, Her daemon needs to admit us. And then kind of realizes that... Doesn't think that Gisela is aware of what they're talking about? <laughs> no, I have no idea what you're talking about. So Wait. they're like... Oh, um, this would be an experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. As um, a little bit of info, and then Cloak says to Gisela, As promised... I've attained the ability to communicate with people at a distance by taking advantage of the lingering connections between our minds and the astral realms. And I'm attuned to it now, such that I can do two important things. 
the verses conveniently connect with people that I've connected with before at a distance, at any distance. And the second is, and he turns to Jules and says, pay attention to what's happening here in the fallen world while we are in the astral realms. If anything happens, you let us know, and I will know immediately. And if you'd like to maintain a conversation for the sake of your own boredom, <laughs> we can also do that. <laughs> that might be, be best. Otherwise, I'm going to be left here with my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not have that. So, <laughs> you can be in my head. Do I just think at you? Yes. Okay. It's just like, oh man, You're that's so control. much more convenient than earlier my conversation <laughs> to myself in an alleyway in town. Just like trying to talk to myself surreptitiously. <laughs> you can connect and communicate with me the same way you did when we were all together that one time in the dreamscape we created. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's effectively the same, but it is just between the two of us. And it's restricted to the thoughts you want to share. And then he says, and I should also okay. elaborate, uh, as Theo so kindly suggested. Some, actually, no, a year ago, he would say a year ago. A year ago, I first learned that we can connect with each other across the sea of our minds, right? Our minds are effectively islands within a vast ocean. And you can navigate that ocean and get close to the islands from one island to another by passing through a strait based on shared thoughts. If you know what's going on in someone's mind or what they might be thinking or dreaming about, you can enter their mind through your own dreams without the use of a direct working of will. And that is what we are going to do to try and help Isabel because she seems trapped in her own mind right now. And in order to get her out, we're going to have to go there ourselves. And Jules, Jules tightens the hug. <laughs> okay, most of that don't get. I got the last part. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Uh, so, and this is going to be great, because, uh, and just her, because uh, Isabel is not going into her own Oneros. Um, Correct. Don't worry, folks at home. We have a plan for this. Um, but everybody else is basically meeting up at Haiti, Port-au-Prince, sort of, um, and traveling by boat to the island of Isabel. The Isla. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious, uh, because, hey, we're, we're into the Oneros. What does Gisela look like in the astral? Mm-hmm. Probably just like a... Very similar to herself normally, but... With a leather jacket? <laughs> no, like, more, um... Like, she stands taller, she has more presence. In my head, it's the difference between, like, uh, Shalon and when she showed up at their, uh, place the first time, they're just like, oh. Yeah. Just, like, a more... More put together. More put together, more solidified, more power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I dig that. Uh, so yeah, the three of you are, you know, on the, the, the front of the, the ship crossing through this sea, uh, towards this, actually 
considering we're going to Petrichor, a storm wall uh, oh, and yeah. just crashing into it, um, you know, full speed ahead, you know, no, was it damn the engines? Um, and uh, um, there's a step across from Legba's Oneros into Isabel, Petrichor's Oneros, which, um, Chris, you want to get a little narrative here and, and kind of set the set the stage? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, her Oneros is a, uh, or at least the part that you're dropped into is the, you know, this like falling sensation. You catch a brief glimpse of it. Um, it is a Mexican countryside hacienda. Big, big rich people play uh, you know plantation house essentially um, um very quickly you're able to probably put together oh it's, this was her house um and you have enough time to recognize that and you know there's you sweeping vista of you know the agave plants and tumbleweeds and all that good and good shit the very desert um, compared to what you've got yeah, up here in Colorado sure. right um and then you kind of that finish that step and you are um in a um big lavish bedroom and standing in front of you is Isabel Ooh. um loaded up with uh like strapped bandoliers full of shotgun shells and you know layers of revolvers and you know a big fucking hat and everything like that and is this uh, over like a pretty dress oh yeah um and she just reaches down uh over on like a dresser and like turns and just what only she only throws one thing but to all three of you there is a rifle being tossed for you to catch get ready they're coming <laughs> cue the doom music <laughs> um so yeah gonna gonna help all right gonna help isabel with her inner demons not next week it's horde mode. <laughs> yes, it's horde No time to explain. It's horde mode. Thank you, Perry. Uh, but yes, we are not doing that next week. Uh, next week, Ash is going to be out, right? Okay. Um, so Going to New York. Yay! Um, we're figuring out what exactly we're going to do. We're actually going to discuss we that. We will be playing a game. Sense. Um, so we're going to do a little one-shot of something um, just to do something different, and that way... You know, Ash can join in on the ripping and tearing uh, until it is done. Um, so for those of you, uh, I think Mike was specifically, is this the episode where somebody gets shot? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But next week uh, or but the week, week after. Um, I mean, someone got shot this week. Next time. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. So, yeah, it's uh, the next. Rip that guy. Weeks, yeah. Sort of. Actually, I guess that's true. Are we going to be ripping and tearing? Yeah, Thanksgiving weekend. Well, excuse me, American Thanksgiving weekend. Um, you know, because we, we screwed up on, you know, 
shouting out Canada. Sorry. Uh, but yes. Um, so, uh, yeah. Quick show of hands. I believe we said everybody was going to be around for Thanksgiving. Black Friday. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so yes, we will and be, be giving thanks with shotgun shells and, and zombie hordes and all sorts of black metal Friday, <laughs> black metal Friday. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Very good stuff. Um, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> that, that aside, um, thank you all for joining us. It uh, is always a blast to have you along for the ride. Um, if you want to support us monetarily, patreon.com slash cultusanonymous. Uh, if you want to join our... Uh, did I say that right? No. Patreon.com slash cultusanonymous to support us monetarily. Staylucky.club for the quick short link. If you want to come hang out with us on Discord, that's www.yeetintu.space. Um, hang out with us, uh, chat, talk about what kind of weird zombies live in Isabel's, uh, brainscape, uh, cause that's something I've been playing with, um, and weird stats because it's the astral and I can get away with basically whatever I want. You can do um, whatever you want. Playing killing floor. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. As Perry says, need a new intro and music. I wonder if I can pull that off. Uh, we'll see. Um, but uh, if nothing else, I will bust out my leather jacket because, you know. Um, anyways. Oh, I have a leather. I told you uh, Cloak is wearing a leather duster. Mm-hmm. From the beginning. Uh, but yes. It. Shit's going to flare out so dramatically. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, um, we're inside. Where's that wind coming from? Drama. <laughs> <laughs> Presentation. Uh, thank you. Hive, uh, no, not Hive Mind. Megamind. Anyways, thank you all for joining us. Uh, hope you all have a wonderful weekend or, you know, whatever day it is you happen to be watching this. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much. See you soon.